Welcome to What Did We Just Read, a podcast where my best friend Justin and I give ourselves a little book report each week and push each other out of our genre comfort zones. I'm super excited for this week's episode. I'm bursting at the seams about our reading of Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. This book checked all of our boxes. It's funny, it's steamy, and it also made Justin tear up a little bit because he's a big old softie. Nothing quite gets me going like a book with representation and a dirty talking male lead. Without further ado, let's get going, and I hope this episode brings you as much joy as it brought us. Justin's back. All right. I wish, you know how we do like our like, you know, have a good like minute, whatever, indeterminate amount of yeah. time at the end of the podcast. I wish that we could start recording before Justin does his ridiculous, going to count us down from 99 <laughs> ritual. So we can start recording at the same time. Every time we start, Maya wants me to count us down, and I just pick a random number to start counting down from, and I just jumble it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rhyme. It's not like 99, 98, you said 99, 13. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> I just pick random numbers. Sometimes I'll get to five and then be like 17. <laughs> You've never done that. You ready? Next time. You're going to do it. You're going to do it next yeah. time. Yes. If you remember. We can start over right now. 97. 14. <laughs> 32. 33. How was your week, buddy? Uh, my week was great. Uh, you might have noticed that the podcast was a bit late because I procrastinate a lot. And uh, mm. <laughs> I started editing on Monday. What if I tell you that you have to have the podcast ready on Monday? I mean, you can tell me. Am I going to do it? Maybe. If you don't have the podcast ready, upload it to the Dropbox Monday night. Okay. I'm ending the podcast. That's ridiculous. I'm striking out on my own. You won't end this podcast. I know. I'm. I, <laughs> I, I got to hang out with my buddy. That's right. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. I love this. I love us. We're great. Yeah, so now I gotta like check in with Justin every week that he's like late and be like, "Are you sure that like editing the podcast is is not too much work?" And he's like, "Nah, it's super easy. It took me like two hours. I just didn't want to do it." <laughs> <laughs> I procrastinate so much. I need to get better at that. And and now it's like, I what well, I, I don't know. I don't want to say you're worse now, but I feel like you're worse now. Now that I have the scheduling, so like I have to know if the episodes like if I didn't text you <laughs> Monday night. Like, hey, bitch, is the podcast going to be late? You wouldn't have said shit. I would have texted you that night and been like, hey. <laughs> you didn't text me back till 11 p.m. I know. And I was like. Like 11, 11.47. I was asleep. Hey, look, but you still answer me back in the morning because you love me. You're lucky that I don't schedule this shit until <laughs> oh, like 11 a.m. I'm not even going to. Never mind. I. I'm moving it up to a. I'm moving it to a different time because I don't want you to know. This is ridiculous. When I need to. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> I can't believe you. Uh, I can't believe you. Uh, but my week was was good. I had like nothing bad to say. I didn't really do much this weekend except procrastinate. What did I do this weekend? I guess we. Oh, we hung out on. We had people come over on Saturday to hang out, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, we played Baldur's Gate, which it's okay. I guess I would play it again. It's not a game I need I in my life. I saw Kristoff absolutely swept everyone. 
demolished. My husband, my own husband, killed me. <laughs> hey, oh, okay. We can we can get him taken care of because we have that on record from last week. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We said that my we. Yep. <laughs> call the call nine one one now. Call the police. <laughs> call the police. <laughs> Stop it. Get, get some, some help. help. No, my week has been, I don't know, my mental health's just still not, like, in an awesome place. Yeah, maybe that could be the reason Um, that, I'm just going to say it right now, before we even get into it, I cried at the last two chapters of this book. Maybe that's the reason that I cried, because my mental health is just, like, not doing hot. No, it's because you're a pussy. Uh, Yeah, you're right. (laughs) <laughs> i can't believe it wait no you're not a pussy because pussies are strong i you are can't believe an asshole <laughs> <laughs> assholes are pretty strong you ever had to poop like real bad and you like held that <laughs> you can constrict that thing we're not gonna talk about this never right? <laughs> i've never pooped before. oh that's right i'm sorry no but uh it's been a rough rough Life. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) I did get I did get a couple I did get a couple wins this week. There's like this I work in HR. Mm -hmm. Our health insurance invoice, the finance team has asked the HR team to do that, and that's been (laughs) causing me grief for just over six months. Yikes. And we finally got to meet with the finance person and have like a conversation about like what she's looking for. Um, and the first time we tried to do the January invoice, it took me about three straight days, like full work days nice. of trying to figure that out. Me and my boss trying to figure out this fucking invoice. Yikes. New guidance, January and February we did them in two days. All right. Honestly, February was done in like half a day. Um, there was yeah. a little bit of an edit, but I sent it back and I was like, I changed literally, <laughs> literally one number and I sent it back and I said, I, that, I copied that number wrong. Now it, now the, it adds up to what you said that it should add up <laughs> now to. Now it's correct. <laughs> um, and then I went and got a haircut. Which. My hair was too long. It looks great. We're some goddamn cute-ass people. I know. We're so fucking <laughs> It's ridiculous. My, tit, my tit's been looking good. It's nice. Uh, I got new curtains. Curtains are nice, too. Hung up new curtains. If my sound sounds better, it's because I have my curtains closed. That's... So Justin can't see my beautiful backyard. Oh. But... And the man that stares at her. Stop, <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. His name's Ron. Yeah, so I spent the, like, what, 20 minutes before I hopped on with you, um, mm-hmm. almost electrocuting myself, trying to drill into the wall. <laughs> I had to do the dreaded um, one power strip plugged into another power strip, which meant I had to unplug literally everything else. So, you know, if there was a surge, it didn't ruin my laptop. Yeah. And then up on a step stool, I was real worried for the... 30 seconds took me to drill two holes. (laughs) 
We have a really nice drill. It's a really, really nice drill. Yeah, I believe you. That we got for free. I imagine it was like a drill. I, I would say that this drill is probably at least $100. Hey. I don't know. Maybe I should look it up. It's a, but it's a solid drill cost. The cord is like two feet. <laughs> got a little cord. It's got the tiniest cord. Also, Doc was just back and forth, just like, you're carrying a long pole. I don't like it. You're carrying curtains. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't you're like You're carrying this. a drill. Stop it. Oh. Yes, just, and now he's in his box. Jinx was laying on my desk in front of my uh, keyboard earlier, but she hopped down. She, oh, she'll probably hop up again at some point. I don't doubt it. Oh, yeah, because she hates yeah, you. Yeah, so. essentially. So, do you want to get started? Yeah, we can. <laughs> hey, I think this was the shortest banter we've had this, like, we can banter more. If you... Well, last week was the longest banter. Last week was we definitely had. the longest banter. I think it was like 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking for a long yeah. ass time. Uh, I had a friend give the feedback. Hey, Burke. Well, he was like, hey, this isn't me. But like other people might not like how long your banter is. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. Every podcast has this issue. I don't give a shit if you don't like the banter. Skip it. That's right. We're not going to tell you where the podcast starts, but. (laughs) This is a labor of love between me and my platonic soulmate. That's right. This is our platonic soulmate love child. And currently, we're doing this for free. That's right. We don't make any money off of it. That's right. We just love you guys so much. Yeah. We're just inviting you into our little love fest, and you're going to love it, (sighs) goddammit. We can be a throuple. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're inviting them in, do we just want them to watch? Wait, what? Just do what? This. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like us recording? Yeah. What'd you think I meant? Oh, that's a that's a future Patreon thing. You don't get that for free. That's right. Oh, make sure you make sure you <laughs> subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> There, but for the grace of God, I go. I just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God my husband does not actually listen to the podcast. He's going to be included in the OnlyFans. What are you talking about? I put on a face mask today, and he all but called me ugly. <laughs> like, I walked out of the bathroom wearing, the, like, it was one of the, the paper face masks that you, like, put on your face, not, like, one of the creams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked out, and maybe... I looked a little bit horrified. It's a face mask. It's not like meant to be cute. It's supposed to like hydrate my face. That's true. And he was like, get away from me. I also he didn't like it at all. <laughs> I also thought it was horrifying. So I asked him <laughs> uh, when I had the face mask on. I was like, do you love me? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe And so it. then, so then I took the face mask off and I went up to him and I said, am I cute? And he was like, yes. And I said, do you love me? And he was like, yeah. And I said, in sickness and in health, motherfucker. And then I left the room. <laughs> no, I said, in sickness and in health, you piece of shit. <laughs> he's got to do better. I need this man to. <laughs> he's he's got to do better. And he won't. He's not going to do better. Well, we love him anyway. Through all his flaws and his. That's it. Just through his That's flaws. That's it. <laughs> In sickness and in health, in flaws and only flaws, <laughs> only flaws. 
<laughs> Join my husband's only flaws. <laughs> only flaws, baby. <laughs> oh, isn't that the truth? Isn't that just life? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that's all I got. That's right. Just flaws. Just flaws. I I told my boss I was stressed out about this invoice thing and she like well she asked how I was feeling after our meeting and I was like yeah I don't know quite yet how I feel and she was like you should do some breathing exercises and I was like I'm not really good at breathing exercises I think I breathe bad and she was like you don't breathe bad <laughs> she was like don't say that about yourself you breathe great you're li- you're alive right now and I was like thanks thanks wow <laughs> I was like I was like thank wow. you the only breathing ex- exercise I do is not doing it You breathing right now? I'm I'm still trying to get the gold on not breathing. <laughs> trying to uh, just trying not to breathe. Yeah, just trying not to breathe. All right, try not to breathe, challenge guys. Try to hold your start, <laughs> starting now. Hold your breath until the, the end, end of the, of the podcast. podcast. I want. Okay, look. I want. Look. If you're still alive, I will give you a million dollars. Holy shit! Okay, look. I said our answer wasn't long enough. I just want everyone to know. That I am currently drinking a watermelon white claw. Maya doesn't like white claws. I don't like seltzer. I think it's phenomenal. I don't like hard seltzer. I don't like seltzer. The Bud Light fucking Um, seltzers are A+. So, two things. One, I think, like all those memes about LaCroix, I believe them. That like Lacroix tastes like someone like ate a fruit and burped in your <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that a hundred percent. I feel the same way about seltzers. The Bud Light. I also don't like beer, and I find yeah. Bud Light to be especially offensive. Interesting. The Bud Light seltzers were surprisingly unoffensive. They Let's were. I, I don't know. I don't think I would like want them permanent, like a lot. It's because. It, but I sipped it, and I was like, "It's okay." It's because it doesn't taste like beer. Which is a win all around, because beer is ass. I'll drink it, but it's, it's ass. It's real bad. Everyone knows beer sucks, all right? We all just drink it to to be cool. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah. Don't do, don't do things to be cool. Do things because they taste That's good. That's right. Like, drink White Claws. They're phenomenal. Don't drink White Claws. They <laughs> suck. Should we be a drinking podcast where, like, every, like, week we have, like, a different... I mean, yeah, we can. Out. You drank wine last week, so I was like, let me just, let me, let me, let me grab a claw. Mm-hmm. I do have ready-to-drink uh, margarita mix in my fridge, but it's been in there for a while. Oh, Does that no. go bad? I don't know. I want to say it's been in there... Going on at least six months, <laughs> maybe almost a year. That's okay. I I had some ready to drink margarita mix in my fridge for like two years, probably. I don't think it goes bad because alcohol doesn't go bad, right? Right. I didn't drink it, but mm. it was there. <laughs> I'm also having like a little bit of a, a tequila. Like I used to not really like tequila. Mm-hmm. I thought tequila. I always described tequila as like an angry drink. Yeah. I'm starting to get okay with tequila. Tequila is fire, dog. Tequila is fire. It's not my favorite drink. Yeah. But it's okay. It's good. Yeah, it does the job. It's nice. Yes. So I've been drinking a little bit. I don't know. Do I want to get a margarita? Nah, I shouldn't. I'm not going <laughs> to. Maybe, look. Okay, how about this? Next week, 
when we read the book that we're reading that we'll tell you at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's just start off with a drink. Okay. Is it going to be like just a drink we have in our house? Yeah, I mean, we could make a drink. Oh, that could be fun. That would mean that we would have to like be buying alcohol all the time. I don't have a problem with that. I have a lot of alcohol already anyway. Ooh, I could do like a Moscow Mule. This is great. You don't have to do this. I mean, I like to drink. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about we'll brainstorm. going up. I'm just thinking about going up to my husband and being like, hey, I have to go buy another bottle of alcohol. And he's like, we already have all those bottles of alcohol. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not the drink this week. We don't, we can, we can have separate drinks. If you want to, we, we can each come with a different drink. It doesn't have to be the same drink. That's lame. Oh, you want it to be the same drink. My drinks are always going to be the same. All I have is like a little bit of rum, sometimes Malibu. Just you can look up other things. Fine. We have Maybe. we have the I'll internet. Google is free. That's my. <laughs> that's the thing I say to people. I know. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> I'll think about it. We can talk about it later. Yeah, we'll brainstorm. Um. So this week we read "Get a Life, Chloe Brown" by Talia Hibbert. Yay. First, impressions. I really enjoyed it. As uh, <laughs> you heard, like, in the beginning of the podcast, I got really invested. I cried in the uh, end. Not, like, bawling boohoo cried. I teared up mm-hmm. a little bit. Make more A lot excuses. of bit. Uh, look, I'm just a big softy, all right? Let me love love. And you say I'm going to get over this. I don't think I am. Because it's just in my heart (laughs) to be soft and love, love. Well, I think you're going to get over it because the more romance novels you read, like, yeah, it's it's good. It makes you feel something. But, like, also, you know, at a certain point, like, there's only, like, you know, you, you can't, it's not that your heart steals to it. It's just that. You start like you're you're you already braced for it. You're already prepared for what you know is going to happen. I know. I knew it was going to happen, and I still <laughs> teared up. It's because it's the journey, <laughs> and then that payoff. It's so nice. Can I say something bold? Yeah, go for it. This is my favorite hero. That's fair. Of all the heroes we've read so far, this is it. I can. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I am enamored with him. And as the book progressed, he started checking all my boxes. What can I say? Redford is a a true hero among men. How would you rate the steam factor of this book? Um... It was like I was sitting in a sauna. Yeah. They, I'm, okay, look. (laughs) I, (laughs) I, I am a person that is okay with sex. All right. We're just going to put it all out on the Mm -hmm. table. Everyone watches porn, right? This happens. It's something different when you're reading it Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, this shit is, this is, they getting down to the nitty gritty. 
And also, mm-hmm. I read the, uh, I listened to the audiobook. Oh, so yeah. I just had this British woman saying pussy to me so many times. And I was like, oh, all right. This is how we do it. Was it the same narrator the whole time? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, you know, sometimes like books, like, like I think The Checklist probably would have been a book where they would have had two narrators. Because, it, I mean, there are two narrators in this book, but because it's third person, I guess that they can get away with only having the one narrator. This book was not as smutty. It's only one narrator. Not the checklist. Getaway Girl. Getaway Girl. Yeah, Getaway Girl was fucking. Yeah, yeah. it's not as smutty as Getaway Girl, but I think I, I might have f- been I f- yeah. <laughs> equally as satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because I cared about them more. I don't know. Because you really liked the hero and getaway girl. I did. But I so also I'm like, I also agree with you. Red was like I ugh, I mean, we can hop into it. I this is my favorite hero. I love this book. I think Talia Hibbert did a great job of Because I think that there are books where like there's like, we really only get, like, one sex scene in this book. Yeah. It was a good sex scene. Yeah, it was. But I didn't feel unsatisfied because there was so much steam and buildup leading up to that. Yeah. That, like, I, was, I wasn't I was unhappy. Getaway Girl was just, like, soon as they start fucking, and they start fucking, like, <laughs> like maybe, like, middle of the, like, pretty early yeah. on in the book. It, they, it was great. Yeah, it goes in. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Mm-mm. Uh, so we can get started if you want, unless you had any, like, first impressions, thoughts that you wanted to share. Uh, no, yeah, we can get started. Yeah. Let's hop oh, right into it. the other it. thing is I also had a slightly different reading experience because I have a physical copy of the book. Yeah. And I don't write in books. Correct. It upsets me. And so I have, <laughs> like, I will, sh- I- I'll share a picture of what the side of my book looks like with all of my little I had to start I had like little sticky notes and I was cutting them into thirds so I had I could just have like a little get them tabs baby okay yeah so I I just have a shit ton of tabs (laughs) your pages flicking enjoy the experience of that (laughs) enjoy the book reading ASMR (laughs) yeah Oh, it was probably so satisfying. You got that. Yeah, I hope it was. Okay, so we started off. Uh, we start off with Chloe. Uh, in the prologue, Chloe is on a walk, and <laughs> during the course of her walk, she's like outside of a store, and a drunk driver barrels by, misses her by a matter of feet, and crashes into. A cafe. Yes. And Chloe goes into shock. She 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 does not handle this well. I mean, would you handle almost being obliterated by a, <laughs> a drug? Driver? I would not. I wouldn't handle it well. She's able to the paramedic check her out. She's fine. She's a little bit shocked. They gave her some chocolate, I think. And she walks home and she gets home and her grandmother. Gigi, I love Gigi goes, so much. Gigi goes, 
where have you been? She's been gone for at least two hours. Mm -hmm. She's usually gone for at most 30 minutes. And Chloe, Gigi can tell that something's like a little bit off with Chloe. And she's just like, I need to, I need to lay down a little bit. And so Gigi calls Chloe's therapist, but then she like leaves the room because she's just having a chat with the therapist herself. (laughs) Just like, oh, how are you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? And Chloe is, is prone to uh, fainting spells. And so she feels herself getting a little bit overwhelmed. (laughs) So she gently lays herself on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't want to hurt herself. So she's like, I'm just gonna, just gonna lay down. She says, so she lays down like flat on the floor. I think face down. Excuse me, universe. She whispered to the kitchen floor when you almost murdered me today. Which was rather brutal, by the way, but I respect that. Were you trying to tell me something? (laughs) (laughs) Chloe's so good. So she thinks about this near-death experience, and Chloe says, I have not been doing anything with my life. This is... I'm not exactly sure how how old Chloe is. I thought that she was in her, like, mid-20s. I think she might be a little bit older than that. Yeah, actually, on, yeah, I don't think timeline. I, don't, I don't think they ever say how old she is. She's probably somewhere like maybe thirty, a little bit I'm older. Gonna, I'm going to say early thirties. Yes. So she sees this near death experience as an opportunity to get a life because she thinks about what her eulogy would have said had she been hit by that car, and it probably would have said something pretty plain that she, you know, she was had a boring life. She didn't hadn't traveled. In over a decade, didn't have any friends, and just all around dull. So she decides she's going to get a life, especially because she is chronically ill, mm-hmm. which we'll find out more about later. But she's got a lot of health problems that her family, she lives at home. Her family's a little bit smothering. So, as all families she's are, like, unfortunately. I, yeah, step one her mom comes home, and her mom is just all kinds of like, oh my God, Chloe's on the floor. Are you okay? She's, this is the worst. I have to help you. And Chloe's like, I got to get out of this goddamn house. So then we meet Red, our hero. Look at him. Here he is. Look at him go. His name's Redford Morgan. Redford Morgan is a redhead. He's got long red hair. He's kind of got a bit of a biker build. He's a big dude. He wears uh, lots of rings. He has mum tattoos. <laughs> on his knuckles. On his knuckles because he's a ma- he loves his mama. He's a mama's boy. I love it. He's the superintendent of an apartment building. And he it's not just any apartment building. He's the superintendent of the apartment building that Chloe moved into. She's been there for about two months. Yes. And she, they don't get along. This is a <laughs> classic enemies to lovers romance. He finds her to be prissy, spoiled, yeah, she, rich girl. Yeah, he thinks she's like stuck up and stuff. Yes. And she acts like She's afraid of him, like she's judging him, and cla- he thinks she's classist. Yeah. So he runs into Chloe physically, like literally, <laughs> like, yeah, turns a corner pop. and runs into her. So she is kind of being a dick to him. <laughs> her sisters love him. She has two sisters, Eve and Danny. Yay. And they're always like, hey, Red, and talking with <laughs> Chloe, and like, uh, And he thinks Chloe is, like I said, a classist, but he also is like, damn, this girl is pretty. God. She a cute girl. God damn. Also, I don't know. I, pro- I don't know. 
Chloe is a black woman. Yay. Red is a white guy. But, yes, sir. So, yeah, Talia Hibbert is a is a black lady. Actually, on her cover, she uh, basically is a buzz cut. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so he and Chloe spar verbally all the time. So Chloe gets in to her apartment, and this she's having some back issues because she has fibromyalgia. She's a generally grumpy person. She isn't in a good mood most of the time. Yeah, because she's always hurting. <laughs> always hurting. She's always in pain. Just generally grumpy with people. Yeah. And so she made a list to get her life. Yeah. <laughs> to get her to life. get her life. <laughs> Can I say I enjoyed that they had multiple lists in this book. Unlike the the book named The, the Checklist. Checklist, which didn't yes. have any lists <laughs> at all. Yes, this this book had had lists. You see the list, the you list do? comes up often. It exists. So Chloe has a list of things that she wants to do to get a life. She wants to enjoy a drunken night out, ride a motorbike, go camping, have meaningless but thoroughly enjoyable sex. Thoroughly enjoyable. Travel the world with nothing but hand luggage. And then do something bad. Ooh. Her sisters have a bet on whether or not Chloe will complete this list. Because she likes to make lists. Uh, she's one of the issues with, you know, her chronic illness is that she's on a lot of pain medication, which can cause brain fog. And so she needs lists to help her keep track of things. Which is fair. <laughs> she is, yes. She's intimidated by Red because he seems just very comfortable in her skin and she's Never really felt comfortable in her skin, much less after she developed fibromyalgia. Yeah. She also has, like, a big old temper. <laughs> and she says that he always catches her on bad days. So, <laughs> tells a story about being in the courtyard of her apartment and... If they say yummy mommy, I'm just going to assume it's just a white lady. Uh, Okay, look. So, Netflix has this show called Yummy Mummies. Where it's just a bunch uh -huh. of <laughs> mothers that go around. It's basically like, um, like the Real Housewives of like Atlanta or whatever, but just British. Yeah. Wasn't that the show you were watching with Jen? Yeah, me, yeah, time? me and Jen, Jen watched <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. so. A yummy mummy comes up to her and is asked the the age old racist question of "Is that your hair?" Because mm. black women can't have their own hair. And <laughs> Red comes up to her, calling the woman a vapid disgrace to humanity and the lady's child a nasty little snotball. And obviously, Red's like, "Wow, what a jerk! Why would you do this?" <laughs> yeah. So he's always catching her like at a bad time. Um, that one made sense to me. What didn't make sense to me was apparently one of her neighbors uh, went into her post box, mistakenly had mistakenly broken into Chloe's post box and opened the letters. And Chloe got so mad about it, she poured her morning thermos of tea through the mail slot. <laughs> That one was a little bit overblown. I mean, don't break into my mailbox, dude. 
It was an accident. You broke into it. So he's always catching her at a bad time. But she can see his apartment from hers. They live like across the courtyard from each other. She's got a ground floor. He's got the ground floor. Yeah, they do. And she notices he's a painter. And she knows this because she's already crossed off her something bad. She has been spying on Red. (laughs) She's just been watching this man paint like (laughs) shirtless. In front of his window. In her defense, he's been shirtless. I, I understand. What's he supposed to do? He's built. I understand. He's built. He's hot. She's got a fucking... <laughs> but yeah, that's her something she's bad. She's it. just She's been spying on him while he paints. But to be honest, he is yeah. painting in front of his window shirtless. <laughs> with, with the curtains drawn. Like, open. This is true. So, uh, Red noticed... He's noticed that Chloe has been spying on him. Oh, he knows. <laughs> He knows because as he tells her, I'll, I'll wait till we get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's noticed that she's been looking at him. So he's, he likes to, he's a mama's boy. He's got mom tattooed on his knuckles. He likes to go by his mom's house and uh, make her lunch because she's half blind and kind of a busy body. So he goes over, you know, at least every couple of weeks to go see his mother. And we find out that his mom, that Red is kind of getting himself back into doing art. He used to be a full-time artist. But something happened that had to do with his breakup with a girl named Pippa. Yeah. Who is a rich girl who Chloe reminds him of. That's part of the reason why he has issues with Chloe is because Chloe reminds him of Pippa. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, up until about 60% of the way through the book, despite the fact that it would say Pippa, I think it said Pippa initially. I somehow wrote it down as April. <laughs> and it wasn't until halfway through the book that I realized I'd been writing down April every time Pippa came out. <laughs> that is actually phenomenal. So luckily, I thought you were going to say because, Pippa. Um, oh, no. Luckily, because I was taking my notes in like a word processor, mm-hmm. I could just uh, control F, replace all the Aprils with Pippa. <laughs> That is But I was at least halfway through the book. (laughs) Halfway through? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where I got April. I was just like, her name's April. So every time it came up, I was like, April. Just so (laughs) sure. That is so funny. I was very sure. So he's been doing some freelance work to rebuild his portfolio. And his mom says that she thinks his job as a superintendent is beneath his abilities. Especially because it's not like a job that he... I mean, it's a job... It's a job that he earned, but his best friend is Vikram owns the building, and so yeah. Vikram's kind of doing this a favor to him. He's doing it a favor to Vikram. So I can't wait for <laughs> Dominic to open his own pharmacy and then give me a job, even though I know nothing about pharmacy. <laughs> you can count money. I can count money. I got it. Yeah. This is there me putting on record that Dominic should hire me for his pharmacy. Yeah, there we go. He's going to be the next big thing. That's right. Uh, so when he leaves his mom's house, he's shocked because our girl Chloe was on her usual walk because it's good for her bones. And when she's coming back to the apartment, uh, she hears some meowing and she looks up and there's a cat stuck real high up in a tree. In front of the apartment. So 
Chloe's course of action is to climb the tree. Obviously. Why would you not <laughs> so help she climbs this the tree. adorable creature? She climbs up very high. Her body is protesting the whole way. She's going to pay for that. Same. And she gets the cat in her lap, and that's when Red comes by, and he asks if she's stuck. <laughs> she herself is stuck in the tree now. <laughs> she says she's. She says she's not. She tries actually. She's not stuck. She's being especially snarky because she's in pain. He says, uh, "I wouldn't mind giving you a help down." And she's like, "Are you on drugs, Mister Morgan?" <laughs> and he takes that in like a. She's looking down at me, and she's like, "I didn't mean that in a bad way." <laughs> So he decides he's going to climb the tree to help her down. And so he takes off his leather jacket and they get in a conversation about his jacket. Where she's like asking, you know, (laughs) he's asking uh, if it's if it's leather. And he's like, are you a vegetarian? And she's like, not yet. (laughs) It's a little hard to be a vegetarian when you got to be responsible for your own. Like, you know, she's. She's always lived in a house that had, like, cooks and, like, people to make things for her. So, like, she's on her own for the first time having to make her own meals. And it's a little bit harder to... She doesn't do her own grocery shopping still. Yeah. Um, and he says... She says, I'm working on it. He says, right, you only eat veal on Sundays. That sort of thing. And she says, certainly, which is no worse than doing drugs on Sundays. And he says, Chloe, I don't do drugs on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Stop putting this... On this man's name. <laughs> Stop making him out to be. Um, so they're just like bickering the entire time that he's trying to help her down from this tree. And as he's helping her down, he notices that she's in pain. And he's like, are you okay? He thinks that she got hurt in the tree. And she's like, nope, I'm good. Bye. Thank you. Bye. I don't need anything from you. It just leaves. So <clears throat> Red goes to check on her for two reasons. One, she's obviously in pain. She's literally limping away from the tree. <laughs> secondly, No, she's fine. She has the Secondly, she has the cat in her sweater. Like in her jacket. Yeah. And you're not allowed to have pets in the apartment. <laughs> so he's going to go. <laughs> she's literally smuggling a cat into her apartment in front of her superintendent. <laughs> Yes. And she's just like, it's fine. So he goes to go check on her and he lets she lets him in <laughs> and he's like, you know, word on the street is she's like, I don't know what you're doing here. And he's like, Word on the street is you've got a cat. And so she lets him in the apartment and she like starts like picking up papers and things like the cat's just like on the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats, dude. They're great. I also love cats. So she, like, starts picking up things and, like, cleaning up her apartment. Like, she's always very, like, put together outside. She wears, like, a lot of cardigans and, like, you know, cute little outfits. Yeah. So she starts picking things up. And her apartment's, like, more scattered, more cluttered. And he's she starts picking things up. And she goes, happy. And he goes, the cat's right there. And she says, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> cats. He's, like, the cat's sitting right there. Yeah. He's, like, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, so she... Ask him to make her tea. She basically needs, like, she's, like, since you're here, I need to go to the bathroom. 
stay here. If you hear any banging, come check on me. <laughs> she's like afraid that she might pass yeah. out. Because she's chronically ill. So he goes to make her tea. He realizes it like it looks like she has like a meal service that comes in. All her food is like pre-portioned, pre-packaged, things like that. He eats one of her he eats one of her cookies. She comes out the bathroom and she goes, Are you eating my cookies? And he's like, and he says, No. And she says, I saw you. And he's like, I see the cat. And she goes, point to <laughs> He's like, I see we've come to a uh an impasse. <laughs> yes. He realizes, like she lets slip that like the tree didn't hurt her she just has chronic health issues uh and chronic pain and so then he notices that she is a web designer mm-hmm. and what do you know red needs a website for his reimagined uh art, art business stuff. Yeah. art business i can i just say maybe i don't read enough but still reading books that like talk about like instagram and stuff is still strange to me a little bit yeah and like being an influencer and shit like that it's still strange in my head as i'm like reading it maybe that's just me it's also weird it's also weird when authors are clearly trying to avoid using the terms for any like active social media to try and like skew what year it is yeah that also bugs me like, I'd rather you have your book, like, end up dated in 50 years, talking about Instagram, yeah. than to try and act like, like, well, you have an iPhone, but you're not using any app. I've never, <laughs> you, you haven't pulled up one app on your phone. You're using Picture Taker 42? Cool. Picture, picture Taker. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool if they come up with their own apps. I think that's, sometimes, like, that's fine. But I've read books before where it'll be like, I don't know what year it is because you're using an iPhone, you're calling... For like an or the equivalent <laughs> of an Uber, but a rideshare service. <clears throat> yeah, like you'll call a rideshare service, but it's just like, what year is it? What? what? Like it'll throw me. <laughs> well, it'll it'll throw me off because it'll be like thirty percent of the way in, into the book, and they'll call a rideshare service, and then you'll realize, wait a minute, yeah, what year is it? <laughs> How come there hasn't been any other references to modern times? <laughs> The whole time they're just like living in castles and shit. <laughs> they're, they're calling. It's very. It's I can't. I can't explain it, but it's very jarring when it happens. I understand because then you like realize. Then you realize that they've been they've been avoiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically asked for help designing his website in exchange for ignoring that she's got a cat in her apartment. She's laying down. She's kind of tired, and he offers. She's like, you know, I have to go get litter for the cat, and he offers to go get litter for her. And she compliments him. She says that he's very nice. And that makes him blush. She has a proposition of her own. She asks if she can ride his motorbike, which we know is one of the things on her list. Yes. In exchange for her to consult him for the website, which is, we've kind of gotten away from using the cat as a bargaining chip. <laughs> yeah, like immediately. But she says she'll do a, cons- a website consult for free. Um, and so he goes and he calls Vikram and he talks to Vikram about the cat and he says, you know, Chloe says that she's going to call, trying to go see if it's chipped so she can get it home. And Vikram's like, cat can only be there for at most a month. One month. No other tenants are allowed to have pets. And also Vikram drops that Red talks about Chloe a lot. He 
he brings her up a lot well, in their conversations. And he he does not agree, but both Vikram and Vikram's wife, Alicia, are like, you do, buddy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You are bringing her up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like he has a little bit of a type, which is posh. Prissy posh girls. Pippa was also a, a prissy posh kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. He he gives off the uh the bad boy aesthetic and he likes mm-hmm. the prim and proper girls. Yes. So Chloe's sisters drop by to check in on her because they know that she climbed a tree and that it's kind of put her off for a couple days. She has named the cat Smudge. I thought, I thought adorable. Was, I loved that name. <laughs> She mentions, she tries to avoid, like, they're like, you know, how'd you get, she's like, that you decided to climb a tree? And she's like, yes. And they're like, you you just got down easily by yourself. And she says yes, but then she drops <laughs> that red said that Smudge could stay for a little while. <laughs> also, <laughs> also during this, like, I don't remember which one of her sisters, like, sex is the cat. <laughs> but she just like yeah. looks the cat in the eyes for a while and she's like this is a boy cat <laughs> yes <laughs> what that's not how that works how did you, you just assess that just from looking at it yeah her sisters think that she should sleep with red they think that he is super hot gorgeous and that she should jump that man's bones especially because she's got meaningless sex on her checklist right um, men, Chloe said firmly, are not for me, especially not that man. I wouldn't know what to do with him. But her mind proposed several heroic suggestions and her mouth went dry. <laughs> 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 She's also pretty insecure about the concept of dating. Yeah. While disabled due to some trauma that she has around being uh, disabled. She takes her, while her sisters are there, she takes her first shower. I liked, I really liked the way that this book handled her being chronically ill. Yeah. You know where they would talk about sometimes, like, she would go days without being able to shower. And Mm -hmm. that, like, that first shower after not feeling so great. Even if she didn't feel, like, she never feels 100%. Yeah. But, you know, feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Is always nice. Just that little bit of, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know the word I want to say. Normalcy? Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. A little bit of normalcy yeah, is something bit. that, you know, helps her yeah. push through it, fight through it. Just a little bit of, of, that, of that routine. Yeah, yeah, the ru- that, that routine. So she she lives on the ground floor apartment. She And all her clothes are accommodating. All Like, she wears a lot of cardigans, but it turns out that all her cardigans are faux cardigans, mm-hmm. where the buttons are fake. Because she has dexterity issues. Yeah, it's hard for her to Due use. to her fibromyalgia. Yeah. Yeah. She also did something else bad, which was she Googled Red. It turns out that he had had a little bit of a following <clears throat> for a while as an artist. People wondering where he has, like, and it seems like he has seemingly disappeared from the art world. And she sees him in some pictures with, like, a debutante socialite kind of person that we know as Pippa. Uh, she describes Pippa as, um, she looked at red the way a wolf eyed a sheep. So kind of predatory. 
And after that, she stops Googling because it makes her feel bad. She feels nosy and she does not like to feel nosy. <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> but, I mean, who doesn't like if... It's just like going on Facebook and searching someone up. Yeah. It's hard for her to find. Like, he doesn't have any social media. Yeah. But she can find, like, tabloid pictures. Mr. Redford Morgan has started having... There he is. Not just sex dreams, but wet dreams about Chloe. Oh, yeah. It's so swiftly that it happens. Yeah. This is like chapter six. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're like almost, we're 80 pages in. But yeah, he he, start, he has a sex dream about her. Um, the dream is like dark, you know, like the lights were off and he's with a woman and he's touching her and he's kissing her and he wakes up and he's come all over his own stomach because he's ha- having a wet dream. He had a wet dream, yeah. And he's saying Chloe's name. I like... <clears throat> I like this book because I think sometimes when books have like that slow burn Mm -hmm. to them, they forget that you can do things like have characters have wet dreams or have them, you know, be human. Honestly, a well-written jerk off scene is just as good as a badly written sex scene. That's fair. Or a well-written sex scene. Yeah. A well-written sex scene. Like a good jerk off scene can be just as like, oh yeah, I'm into this. Just as satisfying. As an actual, as actual sex scene. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be like the characters are having sex all the time, but I liked that. He's not able to focus at work after having this delicious <laughs> <laughs> wet dream. Fair enough. So, like, he honestly takes off from work a little bit early, goes home, and he starts having, he, he starts jerking off. He's like thinking, he's like trying not to, but he's thinking about, he just like drops his, his overalls. He's wearing overalls for work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing wrong here. <laughs> he's he's I, a man of comfort. Um, so he's just, you know, imagining, uh, he's jerking off to the thought of, of giving her head, which I thought was great. What an honorable just, man. Like, I'm pounding away. Yeah. What a he's a very honorable. What a man. beautiful man, Red is. What a gentleman. What a, gen- what a gentleman. So he, so he's he's jerking off, and then there's a there's someone at the door. Someone knocks on his door, and so he's like, "This is the worst." And so he's Wait, like, hold on. about to go. I just, <laughs> just want to read this one line real quick. He squeezed the base of his shaft and felt an electric pulse of pleasure. <laughs> His other hand moved to cup his heavy sack, full and firm and tight against his palm. I love it. <laughs> You're okay with just heavy shaft? Yeah. No, it's in the, ba- the base of his Heavy shaft. sack. Heavy sack. Heavy sack is hilarious. Heavy sack is pretty funny. <laughs> I'm 12, all right? <laughs> yeah. You're 12, but you're also super soft. You're one of those soft. I'm a soft one. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Strike that from the record. Or you say, that's what she said, and then you start crying immediately. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Midway through. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a knock at the door, and because he's a superintendent and he's technically on the clock, he's, you know, <laughs> trying to head for the bathroom. 
And he calls out just a sec. And then he says, uh, someone at the door say, please don't hurry on my account. Red froze. Ask God what he'd ever done to deserve this. Then remembered his activities of approximately 60 seconds ago and realized the answer. <laughs> it's Chloe at the door. <laughs> Mid-jerk, he's like, I understand. I see what I've done. He's like, I, I get it. This is the universe punishing me. God understood so the assignment. He's startled. He's embarrassed that he was jerking up to Chloe. And now she's also, here. Also, it's not helping his... He didn't come, so it doesn't count. He kept it saying that. It doesn't count. <laughs> he's like, he's like, doesn't technically count because, I mean, like the dream That's doesn't fair. count because it's a dream. Yeah, you were asleep. I was. He was asleep. Yeah, and he's like, like jerking off to her didn't count because he didn't. Because he didn't finish. That I mean, honestly, it makes sense to me. I can see where he's coming from. So, yeah. So, and also, it's not helping that like she's super attractive to him so like he didn't get to come and he's, he's like still a little fuck. bit hard inside his overall <laughs> he's like fuck so he's trying like she's like got her arms crossed and he's trying not to look at her tits uh he notices she notices that he looks really flush he's just and, like super really disheveled <laughs> yeah she says uh <laughs> she said he opens the door and she says what happened to you and he's like i don't know what you mean and she says you're all flushed. Your hair is a mess. And I think you've done your buttons incorrectly. So he's like, oh, my God, she knows. That <laughs> she knows. She knows. Oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and she goes, Radford Morgan, have you been sleeping on the job? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yes, I was taking a nap. Yeah. Yes, that is what that's happened. What, that's what I was doing. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. what happened. You caught me. Oh, man. She's... Don't tell my boss. <laughs> She's come by to give him the consultation. She thinks he's having second thoughts because he's acting super weird, mostly because he's very turned on yeah. <laughs> and wants he, to give her all the business. He is like ready to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she thinks he's having second thoughts. And the only place he has to work is his bedroom because he's turned his living room into his art studio so there's nowhere comfortable to sit except like he's got like a a bar stool but he knows that that's uncomfortable for her Mm -hmm. so they have to go into his bedroom which is also not helping he also knows like he's also thinking about the fact that he knows that she's been spying on him yeah so he says do you mind sitting in my room and she says you're not going to ravish me are you and he's like he Starts choking a little, like he, you know, <laughs> looks like, oh God. And so she thinks that he's not. And she's like, she's like, oh, you know, don't look, don't look horrified. And he's like, he's like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. And he's trying very hard not to look at her. He will look at her. I think he's like, he, he said he'll look at her nose. <laughs> he, he'll look he, at the wall behind her, but he he won't look directly at her face <laughs> or her body. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, nope, because she's wearing a cute ass skirt. He wants to see all those thighs. He shows her an art sample, and she is delighted. He hands her the canvas, and she's, like, really quiet for a minute, but then she just gets this, like, look on her face that's just, like, he can tell that she is, like, enamored with this picture. Yeah. Like, she's really fucking studying it. Yeah. So she admits to him, (laughs) he says, I haven't shown anyone my new stuff in a while, and she says, I know, and then she, like, covers her mouth, and he's like, Oh, what do you, 
What are you talking about? What do you mean you know? Huh? And she <laughs> she says, um, I uh, she she admits to to to, to googling him. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, you know, for a woman who called me nosy about a thousand times the other day, you have a bad habit of peeping through windows. And she's like, huh? What? He's teasing her because he knows that she's been spying, and he's waiting for her to like for her to admit <laughs> let it. him know that she <laughs> for her to admit it. <laughs> he calls her cute, and she blushes. She can't take the compliment. It's very adorable. He asks about Smudge because he's a sweetheart, and they start to kind of have like a little bit of like a verbal spat. And he calls her rude. And earlier. You know, she was like, you don't look like yourself. And he's like, you don't know me. And so he calls her rude. And she's like, you don't know me. And she <laughs> she pushes him. And he, like, grabs her wrist. And so they both tumble onto the bed a little bit. And Red is trying to not do something illegal. Yeah. Because <laughs> as we said, he is ready to go. At all points. Yes. So he, so he makes an excuse to, to get up. Because he's like, oh, I can't. Um... Oh, gotta go. Oh, I. So here's why Red is one of my favorite heroes. Yeah, what's up? This man's dirty talk had me sweating. It's good. <laughs> he was a, a solid hero. She's on top of him because they fell over on the bed. And he could he could feel, you know, she's apologizing. He's like, it's my fault. He could feel his own good sense flying out the window, the little demon that sat on his shoulder and whispered bright ideas like drop out of college and let your mate tattoo you in his kitchen and follow your heart. Now, according to that demon, was time to roll her over, push up her skirt, and make her beg. And I was like... Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he says... He, he, he helps her up. And he says, uh, I think we should postpone the consultation. And she deflates a little bit, and he says, uh, you know, I can't concentrate. And she's just starting to, like, bristle and put her walls back up. And he's like, you know, normally when I can't concentrate, I like to go on a ride. Do you want to go on a ride with me on my motorbike? And she's like, a ride, you say? She, Yeah, she she lights up like the sun, he says. Because this book, oh, God, I just, I love it there, so much. He says, Usually when I get like this, I go for a ride. She looked at him, her eyes even wider than usual behind her glasses. Fancy it? There was that smile of hers, like the rising sun. <coughs> what a goddamn God, charmer Talia he is. Talia Herbert's a great writer. Amazing. Oof, okay. So she is super nervous about the bike ride. She's also turned on because Red's hot. Yeah. And also, she was on top of him in his bed. In his bed, yeah. And... Also, in general, she just finds him hot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she he helps her with her with her helmet. He like takes her glasses and puts them somewhere she can't see because she doesn't have her glasses. My glasses. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? That's from Scooby Doo. No, it's from um. I was quoting My Girl. Oh, I don't know. I don't scene. know what that is. My Girl is a movie with. Um, I forget what her name is, but it's got Macaulay Culkin in it. And Macaulay Culkin's character, the main character is a girl. And Macaulay Culkin's her best friend. And he goes in the woods to go get her something yeah. that she had forgotten in the woods. And he gets stung by bees and he dies. Oh, my God. Not where it's I thought that sad. was going to go. So she's at the, it's an open casket funeral. Yeah. 
and she goes, uh, she goes up there, and he's not wearing his glasses, and she's like, his glasses? Where are his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> That's what it's so sad, but it's one of those movie quotes that I just like rent free, baby. <laughs> just lives in my brain rent free. It's not funny, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a very like so it's a really good movie. Yeah, and she's already like it's a good movie. You should watch My Girl. It's a good all right, like eighties film, maybe nineties, probably nineties. So he helps her with her helmet, and she's having sexy thoughts. He straddled the bike, and she wondered absently if he might be persuaded to straddle her. <laughs> <laughs> just this whole book is just them like. I wish this. I want a bone. Yeah, I want a bone. Yeah, <laughs> she's. But she also doesn't think that Red's the kind of man that she can sleep with. He doesn't seem like a suitable candidate for meaningless sex. Uh, so she gets on the bike and it's scary, but it's also pretty exhilarating. We got some good, we get some good language about like, you know, chrome beast thrumming between her thighs, you know, tells her where to put, he like, you know, non-verbally tells her where to put her legs and she's like something clinch. Yeah. He, he, Not just anything. He grips her thigh <laughs> and he's like, right here, this is where your fucking foot needs to go. Yeah. Uh, something inside her clenched. I'll let y'all draw fill in the blanks with what what clenched. That's right. So she considers asking him to help her with the rest of her list, but first she has to confess to spying on him, or else it's not fair. And while they're riding the bike, Red he means he means to like take them like just around the block one time, just to like get her have her get a feel for it. But he's already horned up from not being able to come earlier. <laughs> from being blue balled by a knock on the door. Yes. So he's uh, having to. He he, he takes him on, a, on like a 10 minute ride because he needs the time to like calm himself down. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks about how Chloe is the same as and kind of different from Pippa, where Pippa used to make a lot of jabs at him like verbal jabs and chloe also makes a lot of verbal jabs but pippas were like cruel yeah pippas were like meant and, to hurt him and yes. chloe's is just like you know fun little jabs that you do to someone yes. if you like them pippa was also like pretty pretty fake where she like hated his motorbike until like she needed she wanted to take pictures of it on for social media yeah. and so he just pretty fake and so Chloe feels different, where she's like a pain in the ass, a little annoying sometimes, but she's not cruel. Yeah. She clearly loves the ride. She like screams when they take off, like that, you know, ah, I'm on a bike. This is yeah. scary, uh, but crazy, but also like I feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> and when they get off, when they get back and she helps him off, he helps her off the bike, she hugs him and then she gets like super embarrassed about it because, you know. He's showing feelings. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> so she asks him, she starts to tell him her secret. And she's like, I have, you know, she's kind of like, I have something to tell you. And he's like, mm, what is this? What could you possibly have to tell <laughs> I me? I wonder what you have to tell me. Uh, but she ends up not telling him and just asks for help with her list. She says she'll do his website, her his website for free if he helps her with the list, which bothers him because he's like i can afford to pay for it and she's like no 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 no, no. i just i i don't like to just take things from people like i want to i want this to be fair yeah and so you do something for me i do something for you she tells him you know a couple other things on her list like she wants to you know travel with like like he she only tells him like a couple things on her list yeah 
like that she wants to go camping, but he gets out of her that like, you know, she also wants to go traveling, you know, with just a, a hand, like just a bag, one bag. <laughs> and she, she like hesitates to tell him certain things. And he's just like, the more you hesitate, the more I imagine terrible and or kinky things <laughs> <laughs> on this list. She's like, and she's like, it's nothing kinky. It's just private. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just stuff I want to do. And he's like, like bondage. <laughs> <laughs> she's like no like camping you nerd yeah so he feels like he should be pulling away from chloe because he can feel himself getting too close but he agrees to help her with the list uh he goes over by vikram's house to paint the view from their attic i want more vikram i want to see if there's a book with vikram because they just have a really nice, like, bro moment. Yeah. Like, after uh, he finishes painting, he, like, just stands up and hugs Vikram. And it was yeah. real nice. And Vikram is basically, like, he, so he paints the view, and he basically paints, like, a a tenement, or, like, you know, like, a, the kind of apartments that, like... That they grew up in. The kind of apartments that they grew up in. They both grew up, you know, poor kids. Mm-hmm. And so the picture is, you know, of this like nice view, but then he like turns the apartment to the background into like this kind of like otherworldly kind of beast. And Vic basically is just like, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you're not hiding anymore. And It'd they have beautiful. this like, like they hug, they have like an extended hug where they just like hug for a couple minutes. <laughs> Isn't it silent. beautiful? It was so beautiful. Like, this is like the opposite of toxic masculinity. It's. I, I loved it so much. He also makes a lot of jokes about. <laughs> he also makes a lot of jokes about uh, wanting to date Vikram's wife, <laughs> and because you know Vikram's trying to talk to him and like trying to get him to like emote and say like how he's feeling, and he says, "Can I talk about my feelings for your wife?" And Vikram <laughs> goes, "This bull would be a great hat on you." <laughs> <laughs> I think when he first gets to Vikram's house, he's like. <laughs> Oh, is Alicia here? And he's like, no, I knew you were coming, so I sent her away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, very, like, good friends. I I loved their, their relationship. And his new paintings are nothing like his old stuff. And Chloe emails while he's finishing up painting. I, and... <laughs> I loved their email banter. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she emails him to say, to ask questions about the website. And he tells Vic that he's getting a new website to avoid being like, Chloe's doing it. Like, he just is like, oh, I'm getting a new website. This is the person. They have so many banters about, <laughs> like, so they they banter about greetings and salutations. Where she starts the email with, like, red. And then has, like, a, like an email <laughs> yeah. of, of, like, things. And then she writes regards, but she, like, abbreviated she, it. She abbreviated it. And Red's like, she couldn't spell out the whole fucking word. She was too busy to type out the whole word. And so yeah, he, so he, he sends he, her an he, email back. His email is, Dear Chloe, regards. See how easy that was? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So she says, uh, regards in all caps. And he says, Dear Chloe. Yeah, like, all, all caps. caps. Dear Chloe. 
best wishes. He says, since you did so well with regards, let's push it a bit. Best wishes. (laughs) To one, Mr. Redford Morgan. Best. (laughs) Dear Miss Chloe Button Brown, yours sincerely, Red. (laughs) Dear Red, yours supposedly. Then it's just Dear Chloe, yours sincerely in all caps, Red. <laughs> and so I think they, I think they, and then um, they get to yours. Yeah. So they, it's very cute. So she. Oh, well, also in one of his wants, emails, he just says Dear Button. Oh, yeah. He yours. just got calling her Button. He calls her Button, which Love is it. adorable. <laughs> uh, So he wants to know about her list. And she is reluctant to share more, mostly because she's like, hey, I haven't even, like, started on your website yet. Like, this isn't fair for me to be taking up more of your time. She wants him to get an Instagram. <laughs> she says that he's a hipster, and he's like, I'm not a hipster. I, I not... just don't want an Instagram. <laughs> he's like, I don't even have a mustache. I'm not a hipster. <laughs> um, and she emails him and says that her list was inspired uh by her near-death experience with a car. Fair. And he says that she should want the life that flashes before her eyes to be the things that she enjoys, not things that she thinks should be there. Yeah. Because he thinks that her list is a little bit of like a, oh, I want people to know that I did this and not like, oh, I did this because I was happy to do it. Yeah. Hey, that calls back Um, great to what I said like two podcasts ago. Do something for yourself. make a day out of something that you love yes yes they reluctantly compliment each other she says he says that he likes her clothes he likes her buttons and she says that she likes his hair she says you you really do look fine nice even and you have lovely hair (laughs) so chloe's just like a little bit Geeked out. <laughs> yeah, just a little over bit. These letters. Just, just a little bit geeked out. Yeah, her first email had all of the uh, had all of the hallmarks of a really good professional email, which was um what would I say? You know, if you're doing a good professional email, it's good to not have it be too long mm-hmm. and also use bullet points. If you're gonna ask questions, number them so that the person can respond to you. With the numbers. Don't be like, do you want this blah, blah, blah. Say one, do you want X, Y, Z? Two, four, if you do want X, Y, Z, you know, do you want this? Also spell out regards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's making her very happy and it's kind of like lifting her spirits because she's in the middle of another like chronic illness, chronic pain. Spell. Flare. Uh, so she tries to rally and get work done let's do this <laughs> but then we cut to her <laughs> we cut to her hours later and she's she just fell asleep she's asleep, yeah, she fell asleep. and red red is now so, at her house <laughs> yes because she had emailed and said come over for for this she didn't just say come over she said uh she's upset that he's been calling her button and she says you know i'm gonna hurt harm you and he, she says You'll soon get to see my violent plan in action since you flagrantly ignored my button threat and extorted compliments from me, too. Come over tomorrow when you finish work and I will attack. Or I'll show you the list. We'll have to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) 
They're adorable already. Yeah. So one thing about Chloe is in addition to her cardigans and sweaters and jumpers is she's often in, she likes to wear onesies around her apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so she, when he shows up, she's wearing a. Um, I think it's a lemur onesie. She's wearing a onesie. Yeah. It's like some kind of animal onesie. It has a tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she's, she opens the door and she's one tired, two in pain. I think she's taking some pills. And th- three, he's hot, so she's just like all around <laughs> short circuiting. Just all uh, neurons firing. Yeah, she thinks that he's like judging her for her onesie, and he's like, "No, you're pretty tough." Um, she shows him a modified list. Oh, she says, "Um, <laughs> he opens the door." And he says, were you asleep? And she says, yes. Now we've both caught each other napping. And he blushes. <laughs> he says, yes. Yes. Napping. Because he's a pervert. Napping. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. She shows him, she shows him her list uh, sans sex item and backpacking because she's mostly just met this man. She's not comfortable enough taking him backpacking. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. fine. He asks for a pen, and man, after my own heart, he like looks at this pen like, "Damn, where'd you get this pen?" Yeah, he's at? like, "Damn, this is a nice pen. Love this pen. <laughs> this is a nice pen." Um, yeah, it was gold with a little clear ball on the top, filled with glitter and pink stars. And so he's like looking at it. And she's like, "Oh no, he's gonna say something." He's like, "Damn, where'd you get this?" <laughs> Guess where? From Etsy, like. It's yep. so it's so weird. We we've been over this. It's so weird. <laughs> Just that's like it. that's the my times thing. Yeah, that's the my times. When's the COVID? He starts book? making plans. <clears throat> he starts so basically he takes the pen and he starts. <laughs> I have one. I have at least one. It was pretty good. Really? Wow. Yeah, it was a male male romance about COVID. Love during COVID, <clears throat> it wasn't times. the one where the. It wasn't the, there's someone who makes like troll romance novels and one of them is like anthropomorphizing COVID (laughs) and like COVID is like, it's like one of the characters, it's like one of the romance characters. They rule 34 fucking COVID. I hate it. Yes. She start, uh, so he takes the pen and he starts making plans to tackle her list. So he's like, look, we're going to go out this Saturday. And then next week, and we're going to go camping. Yep. She watches him get focused on this list. She decided, she, she goes to open up a window because she's like getting overheated. And sometimes when she gets overheated, she is prone to fainting. Yeah. And he's not even focused on her. He's like running his knuckles back and forth over his lower lip. She'd never seen him do that before. How fortunate that the first time she witnessed it, there was a mountain of fleecy fabric in place to hide the way her nipples reacted. They talk about her nipples a lot. As they should. Hey, I don't, I, I don't mind. Yeah, he asks about her possible limitations and accommodations she would need for things like going out clubbing and going camping, which is very sweet. Look at how beautifully thoughtful he is. And he also asks when she started seeing her life in two halves, like a before and an after. And he asks her about her before. And she says that she recognizes the same feeling in his paintings, which she has seen when she Googled him. So this is when we get Chloe's backstory. Chloe was out with a friend, I think, doing, like, tennis or something, and 
it was raining and it was cold and she decided to stay out with her friend doing this tennis thing. And then she wakes up like a week later and she's been in the hospital with pneumonia, really severe pneumonia. Yeah. And this, apparently fibromyalgia can be triggered by like a stress event. So this triggered her fibromyalgia. So she started getting exhausted, tired. She was in pain all the time. And she was doing her postgraduate degree and she was engaged and no one believed her but her family. Like her family was like, something's wrong. Her doctors weren't believing her. Mm -hmm. So she stopped hanging around with her friends and working on her post-grad degree to manage her mental health because her mental health, like she obviously developing a chronic illness is really tough mentally. Yeah. And also she says having actual medical professionals dismiss me really didn't help. Yes. And also she was exhausted all the time. So she didn't really have time. She didn't really have the energy. Like she had to go to bed early because she didn't have the energy to be staying up all night going clubbing. Her fiance was also a huge asshole. And he didn't believe her. Henry. And Henry leaves pretty, leaves almost immediately. It's not very long after she starts getting sick that Henry, they call off their engagement and Henry just leaves. We hate Henry. <clears throat> we hate Henry. And she says the list is to help her get her bravery back because she feels like she's been pretty, pretty closed off and scared. And she doesn't want to be like that anymore. And Red is, like, super awesome. He says all the right things that, like, fuck those doctors. Fuck Henry. He <laughs> says, he says, fuck him. And she's like, thank you. And then um, he says, if this list is supposed to make you braver, you're going to be fucking Wonder Woman by the time we're done. Hey. Also, just to make it really clear, your fiance was a fucking donkey cock <laughs> for leaving you. <laughs> he's also... He says that he was a donkey cock, but he was like, your friends were fucking useless and all. Load of twats, a lot of them. <laughs> yep. This book, I like that this book had like twat. It's so funny. Good usages of those books. Good usages. Yeah. He teases her uh, and notices that she's like literally hot in her onesie. Yeah. You know, like she's literally overheating. He can see the sweat forming and he's like, Are you a good? There's a bead of sweat. <laughs> dropping like th down her cleavage yeah he's like are you good <laughs> yeah he's like are you good but also i want to lick that fucking yeah he's sweat. Like, I, want that. I want that in my mouth so chloe doesn't want it. he's like what he says to her is you should take off your clothes because you're overheating <laughs> yeah. so from chloe's perspective she's like i don't want to take off this onesie mostly because she's very stubborn <laughs> also <be> <laughs> no reason <laughs> also because she only has underwear on <laughs> <laughs> under the onesie <laughs> oh yeah also she's embarrassed because she thinks that he's looking at her with like pity yeah, yeah. in his eyes because he can tell that she's like sweating where he's like she thinks that he's looking at her like oh my god this poor pathetic sweaty little <laughs> mess <laughs> also she's definitely turned on he frowns because she's like kind of like space cadetting and she gets like a little like her little angel on her shoulder or her little <laughs> devil on her shoulder is is, is Gigi. Gigi don't and she says, what? And Gigi, appearing helpfully on her shoulder, said, don't mumble, darling. Nice big voice. Repeat after me. I want to ride you like a stallion. <laughs> Danny appeared on Chloe's other shoulder and drawled, don't forget to say please. <laughs> a tiny phantom Eve joined the fray and said, don't listen to those two. Actions speak louder than words. Jump him. <laughs> <laughs> 
so she's just being super stubborn and he's like please and so he touches her cheek to be like bitch you're literally hot right yeah, now you're burning up <laughs> and then she notices that he's actually looking at her like please take your clothes off <laughs> like <laughs> he's looking at her hungry yes and so he starts kissing her jaw and she's losing her mind and she's like you know at one time i quite enjoyed having sex <laughs> loved it and so he asked to kiss her and she freezes and asks him to stop because on her list is have meaningless sex and it can't be meaningless with red yes so he plays it off he stops immediately he plays it off very well he's she's like afraid that she's like ruined things and he's like cool uh what time do you want to get started on saturday you're gonna go clubbing it's gonna be fine he shut his eyes for one long moment when they opened again he looked a little more like himself and a little less like a creature sent from planet lust to sex her to death <laughs> uh and she basically pushes him out the door but he tries to talk about it he like <laughs> yeah immediately he's like so did i like are we good and she's like yep and she's go. like i don't want to i don't want to talk about it and he's like <laughs> He's like, you don't want to talk about me kissing you. She's like, ah, I'm a poor disabled woman who's not to be harassed with unnecessary conversations. <laughs> Slams the door in his face. She's like, you have to leave now. <laughs> Goodbye. It's two days later, and Chloe's one been feeling super hot about being with Red because he turns her the fuck on. Yes. Fair. She also doesn't know how to feel about him taking care of her illness stuff, like she, like him being like, you know, how far can you walk, things like that. Oh, being a, a, a decent person. Yeah. Because she is used to people leaving. Like she... Yeah. From her perspective, the only people who have consistently been in her life loyally with no conditions that she be healthy has been her family. Yeah. Her friends kind of left. Her fiance left. So she doesn't think that this is going to be long term. She also finds out that Smudge is chipped, which distresses her. Same. As, yeah, so she calls Gigi and she talks with her about being annoyed about Smudge. And she's kind of been like space cadetting all day because she's like sad and tired. And Red shows up and she's not ready. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved this. So Red shows up and Chloe had emailed about Smudge and he can tell that she's upset. Chloe's email that afternoon had been shortened to the point. But Red must have learned her language these past few days because he'd known straight away she was upset. This is the email. <laughs> Took Smudge to the vet. He's chipped. Has owner. That's it. <laughs> what about that is like singular, like, oh, only Chloe would send a message that's this short and to the point. He knows. He can feel it in his in his heart. In his heart of hearts. Is that not how anyone would react? Is that not? Yeah. If I read, like. <laughs> thousand percent is how anyone would react. You don't need to, like, know her body language to know this upsets her. <laughs> she's had, the email is three sentences. She's had this cat for, like, a couple weeks at this point, I think, right? <laughs> she's grown yes. attached to it. Now you just found out she uh, she has an owner? Yeah, I'd be kind of pissed. I think anyone would be pissed. God. So he's trying not to be visibly turned on because she's just in this short, skimpy robe. And then she goes to get change and she comes out in a beautiful dress that just like hugs her whole body it's got a lot of cleavage hugs and curves baby <laughs> he said her cleavage was so deep she might as well just throw in the towel and go t topless <laughs> and she's got her hair pulled back in a thick braid 
he wanted to wrap his fist around it while he uh, kissed her pretty mouth. He was fucked. He was absolutely fucked. <laughs> absolutely fucked. Oh, also, she was like, is this appropriate? And he goes, appropriate? Cleared his throat. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. <laughs> well, it doesn't have buttons, but it'll do. <laughs> Amazing. I loved that this book was just so, like, normal. You know what I mean? Like, it had a bunch, yes. like, like, a lot of normal language. Like, this is shit that I would say. Yeah. Just in your head, just like, don't fuck it up. Don't, don't fuck, fuck it up. It up. <laughs> so, they get to the club, and it is loud. And Chloe is trying to ignore that she's both sad that she feels like she can't have red. Also sad that she feels like she can't have smudge. <laughs> just all these things just coming down on her at once. So, he's he's a pretty good guide about... You know, her getting plastered because she wants to do shots. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, makes sure that she drinks water in between her shots. Get you a man who does that. Get you a woman who does that. Get That's you somebody right. who does that for you. That's right. Get you somebody to take care of you, baby. Yes. And so then he is going to try and get her to go on the dance floor. But she's like, I don't want to go on the dance floor. And so he just takes her to, like, a booth. And <laughs> he doesn't gloat about um, knowing suspecting that she was not going to enjoy being in the club. (laughs) He just gives her a face like, she's just like, I don't like it here. And he just gives her a look that's like, no shit, bitch. So she she realizes she doesn't actually miss clubs. She misses doing things with her friends. Yeah, she missed just being with her friends and people that she enjoyed being with. She asks him to take him where he goes for fun. And Red is thinking about how he regrets all the years he spent. I don't know what city they're in. But he regrets leaving for London. They're not in London. Yeah. I don't know where they are. Yeah. They're in some city that isn't London. He regrets spending time away from this city to be in London. And he takes Chloe to a little artist's alley that, like, literally has just, like, actual, like, art framed. Yeah. On the, like, canvases on the wall. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking sick. That's pretty cool. And she thinks it's adorable. Like, she loves it. <laughs> she says, he says, uh... Are you calling me cute, Chloe? I am, you giant blushing art nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so the gallery is owned. So the gallery has art of a former friend of his. He sees the art and she noticed that the art makes him sad. And it's because it was the art of a friend of his that he clearly doesn't talk to anymore. And he talks about, she asked him how he got into like art. And basically he says that there was a school trip and his grandfather paid for him to go on this school trip so that he could find, like he could see art and it kind of changed, it rocked his world. And Chloe's super touched by that because who the fuck wouldn't be adorable. I was touched by that. He puts his hand on her shoulder and she says, you know, she's like encouraging him to talk and she says, you know, go on about, about the trip. And in her head, also, please take your hand off me before my uterus explodes with lust. <laughs> Actually, does the uterus even lust? Note to self. Learn more about own genitals. <laughs> I love how candid and real it is. So Red says that his dream is is to go to the MoMA, the modern the museum, <laughs> the museum. <laughs> can't believe you just had a stroke live on air. <laughs> his dream is to go to the Museum of Modern Art in New York, uh, which Pippa wouldn't do with him. They went to New York, but she like. Made all the excuses in the world not to go. Uh, there's some dickhead 
who's looking at Chloe because she's brown and him because he looks like a biker and he's got mum tattooed on his knuckles. <laughs> and Red gives him like a sneer and the guy walks off. But then he comes back. Uh, and he, when the guy sneers and like walks off, he says, he kind of talks about how he thought that Chloe was kind of a snob, but she's very much like understanding about these things. And she's just like, well, I'm black. So kind of understand <laughs> yeah, she's like, what it's like. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Yeah. Understand and, what it's like to have judgments made about you. Yeah, so snobby dude comes back and he's got the art gallery owner and the gallery owner is actually a friend of Red's, Red's yeah. named Julian. Yay. And so <laughs> Julian is kind of like, yeah, fuck off, snob dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, take a hike, buddy. Yeah. So him and him and uh, Red have a have a nice bro hug, catch up a little bit, and Julian like kisses Chloe's hand, and Chloe teases him about kind of being jealous, and he says, you know, I'm just like, look, the first time that you shook my hand, you acted like I'd electrocuted you. <laughs> she said, it felt as if you had. And he's like, oh, did you now? Interesting. Huh. And she's like, don't take that the wrong way. And he's like, what I want to do is take you to fucking bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What I want to do is take you to pound town. But he hasn't been given the green light to do that. He's not going to push her because she's already pushed him away once. That's right. And so they sit because they've been doing a lot of walking and Chloe is, you know, she needs rest. <clears throat> and she says, you know. You can go in a gallery. Like, you can put your art in a gallery. Like, I'm sure Julian would have your art in the gallery. And Red says he's not interested in galleries, and he's actually kind of enjoying the idea of being independent and having his own shop and doing things on his own terms. Yeah. And Chloe reveals that <laughs> she's like, you know, she talks about how he only paints at nighttime. <laughs> and red goes how do you know that chloe and she said she says i might have maybe kind of spider you like a little bit through the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just blurts <laughs> out as fast as possible i mean yeah how do you admit to someone's like yeah i was spying on you through, <laughs> through this window but it's because i like you all right stalker yeah he says she he comes alive when he paints and you know, he's like, why were you watching me? And she's like, you know, you come alive. And also, you paint shirtless. He's like, you know, it's kind of because I paint shirtless, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, it's okay. I already kind of knew that you were spying on me. <laughs> he's like, she, says, she says, how did you know that I was spying on you? And he said, rule of thumb, if you can see someone, they can probably see you. And she's like, but it was dark outside. And he's like, your lights were on. My <laughs> lights were on. Do you know how windows work? <laughs> It's so funny. I can't, I this man. Do you know how windows work? So I forget what he did, but he had done something. Oh, when they were kissing on the on the couch, when he was kissing her jaw, she moaned a little bit. Yeah. And so he's like, look, I, I have something to ask you. And she's like, okay, cool. And he says, I don't want you to worry about anything. 
not anything. It doesn't have to be complicated. I'm not going to make it complicated. And she's like, what is it? And he's like, should I make you moan again? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she says, please. So <clears throat> they have, they're outside on like this like monument. Yeah, they're like sitting in front of a statue or something. <laughs> yes. So he's like not kissing her, but he's like biting her lips, which is very hot. And, and she like, he, his dirty talk is some of the best dirty talk. He says, you know, he's like, do you know what I would do to you if you were in my bed? And he's like, you're so soft. He says, I want to make you cry. I bet you get like that, don't you? When it's too much, when it feels too good. He wants to make her come so hard, she cries. <laughs> I want to come so hard, I cry. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Justin, I'm sweating. I, I understand. I'm not quite sweating. Red's, but <laughs> Red's dirty talk was like so good. He kind of asked her why she stopped him before. She's like super into it now. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, I don't quite want to talk about it right at this moment. And so he says they're going to play a game of I want. Ooh, Justin. <laughs> and she's so like, she's like, you know, I want as in I want to trace the tattoos on your chest with my tongue. So they just have a little bit of a back and forth. Yeah. Of just, well, mostly just her. Mostly, yeah. Mostly just wants. her just saying the things that she wants. <clears throat> So he's feeling her up, and she's like, um, gets her to put her her uh, her hands under her skirt. But then he he he's like he's like, will you put your hand under your skirt? But then he like puts his hand on top of hers yeah. <laughs> to go under her skirt. <clears throat> he, um, it, it's it, they do some, it's pretty steamy. They do. So some people come by. So people like start walking like nearby, not like next to them. Like they can't really. They see can them. hear them though. Because yeah, they can hear them like laughing as they walk by and enjoy their night. And he goes to like he stops moving on her on her on her thigh. Yeah. And she like starts being like with his hand and being like, "Hey." <laughs> she's like, "They can't <laughs> see us. Like, it's fine." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you're just being all kinds of nerdy, uh, dirty." He uh, fingers her. Yeah. He's like, turn around and show me your tits. <laughs> it it's it's some it's pretty good dirty talk. Yeah. And she tries to like she tries to be like, um so like she I think she comes and, and she goes, Hey, I don't suppose I mean obviously I mean you haven't you have um you haven't and he's like, Don't try and finish me off because I'm gonna like I'm trying not to fuck you in this <laughs> yeah, alley right I'm now. Trying <laughs> not to bring you in this alley right now, dude. Don't do this to me. So she starts overanalyzing a little bit because she just gets all up in her head. And so he, like, can kind of tell that she's, like, in her own head too much. And so he, like, goes and he, like, puts his hand on her face. And he's like, hey, like, talk to me. Like, what's going on? And then her Aunt Mary shows up. Who was her mother's twin. So he's, like, he's, like, standing there with his hand on her cheek. And he's like, babe, like, what's going on? Yeah. And Aunt Mary comes in and is like, is that my Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> Is that my little Chloe over there? Chloe, is that you? Chloe, what are you doing here? Chloe, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> so she pretends like Red is, like her aunt is like, oh, who's that man you're with? And she's like, no one. And she kind of acts like they're just out in like a business thing. They're doing, she's like, I got we got to go do business stuff. Yeah, we got to go do, bye. <laughs> and she tries to, this pisses him off. This makes him angry. 
Yeah, he's not happy about that. And she says, he's like, you know, what was I supposed to tell my aunt? And he softens. He's like, okay, I guess that you couldn't, you know. Couldn't tell her I just made you come on that statue. I get it. Yeah. And she's like, you know, like you're my you're my bad boy tutor. And that makes him even more upset. And he's like, And she's nice. like, you know, service is not included to elicit orgasms. And so he just, he's just like, she's using me. I'm, I'm upset. And so he's like, they go get in the taxi. He takes her back to her apartment and, and they don't really speak. They don't talk at all in the taxi. Or when he drops her we off. Don't, we don't talk anymore. <laughs> so it's a couple of days later and Red doesn't know how to respond to her apology text other than like, it's fine, which it isn't. It's not. It's never fine. He doesn't know whether he should text or call Julian, who gave him his card. And he doesn't know if he should call the therapist that his mom gave him a card for. Because his mom's like, please go to therapy, you're girlfriend pippo suck yeah you got some stuff to work through bro the way he felt about what chloe did is that she made him feel like a dirty secret but she looked so guilty after she did it that he tell he can tell that it's like nothing like how pippa had treated him but he's still confused because it makes him kind of feel the same way that pippa made him feel and he feels like he should tell vic partially because vic would probably want to know that like hey i might be almost kind of boning one of your tenants yeah but also, being the superintendent of the apartment building was only supposed to be a temporary kind of thing. And he kind of feels like the temporary's up. Like, he kind of feels ready to move on yeah. from this experience. And previously, he would be like, eh, is it time for me to move out? And he would be like, no. <laughs> and do what? Like, I'm s- scared. But now <laughs> he's thinking about it. And he's like, no, this is fine. I think that it's time. It doesn't scare him. It's time, and so time he decides to, to call the therapist. Dr. Maddox. Yeah, so Chloe can kind of tell that Red is avoiding her because he is. Yes. And also, Aunt Mary blabbed to, like, her mom, who told her dad, who told Gigi, who told her sisters. So her whole family is kind of like, Oops, the whole family knows now. And her sisters obviously can tell, like, tall dude with long hair. They, They know immediately it's Red. Yes. It's also the day that she's supposed to return smudge. So that's making her all kinds of sad. And turns out Smudge is a girl cat named Perdita. Yeah. Purdy. <laughs> Purdy. Uh, her sister was not accurate in <laughs> sexing yeah. this cat by looking it in the it's eyes. It's a girl cat. Perdita's owner, Annie, is also a bit of a scatterbrained weirdo. Yeah, she's just... <laughs> yeah, that's She it. gives her a card. She gives her a card for, like... I forget what her, her job is. It's like Nicker or something. It says Nicker Whisperer. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Is she like a like a, like a sex therapist or something? Like, I don't know what she... I don't know. Yeah. And Annie asks her, she's like, hey, do you want to go get coffee sometime? And then it's just like, all right, here's my card. Bye. And like leaves. So Red stops by Chloe's flat. And he basically comes in. And he says, look, I'm still pissed off at you. What you did was not cool. <laughs> but I know you didn't mean to say it. But I'm going to be pissed off about it until I decide that I'm not pissed <laughs> off about it anymore. <laughs> you see how good using your words is? Talking things out with each other? Yeah. And Chloe goes, okay. I mean, I'm really sorry, but okay. Um, He notices that she's not feeling well because she's also in like, a flare-up. Yeah. And he carries her to the couch, and she... <laughs> he, like, 
He 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 tells he can tell she's sick, so he like <laughs> picks her up and starts carrying her to the couch. She's like, "Uh, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm carrying you. Work with me." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she says, "Uh, he she says, you know, funny, you know, for a funny sounding word, fibromyalgia." And she says, "A motherfucker." And he says, "Chloe, did you just swear? You never swear." That was fun. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Really, I love them so much. Their relationship I love is great. Them so much. So she apologizes again for panicking and overthinking and complicating things. And Red is like, "Have you, have you figured out what I want yet?" And Chloe's like, "Henry, like she'd be feeling unwell, and Henry would be like, okay, but like my dick is like a magic cure. Like, I could like we can like knock this yeah. out." And, you know, and, and he'd be like, you know, if you didn't want to have sex, you should have just said. And she'd be like, Henry, I, I'm sick. I, I, I told you I was sick. And so she's, like, looking at him, like, she's like, you know, I, I want you, but, like, today's not a bad day. And he's like, I just want to, what? I'm not an asshole. I just want to hang <laughs> out. Like, yeah, I just want to hang out. I'm just here to, I'm here to help. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, he, but she admits that she wants him. And he admits that it's mutual. And he says that he forgives her. And so he <laughs> stays. Basically, he says, hey, look, I want you too, but you ain't ready for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he says, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Y'all not ready to have that conversation. Y'all not ready for that conversation. <laughs> so he's kind of like falling for her. Like he's, she's sick as a dog. But he also finds her super hot. I love this line. He was probably the worst kind of monster because Chloe was sick, but he still thought she was unbelievably sexy. Then he remembered that she was always sick, so maybe poor health wasn't something that she'd de-sex a person. That's right. Love that. That is, like, such great, like, advocating, like, behavior. Like, just because someone is chronically ill doesn't mean that they're not still a sexy person who enjoys sex and and things like that. Like, you shouldn't de-sex someone. Yeah. shouldn't. Oh, loved it. So he takes care of her. He feeds her. And he can kind of tell that she's bracing. She's like, why would you want to feed me? Like, don't you want to leave? Because, like, all of this is... A lot. Tough to... A lot. And he's like, like, what? He says he's cooking her dinner because people should fill each other's gaps. (sighs) Love that. My heart. Maya, you already know. (laughs) He says he likes to cook for other people. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess you're just out here cooking for anybody. And he's like, are you jealous of my mom? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) When when he was asking her if she was hungry and stuff, he said, I thought this was really funny. He says he wanted to find every friend who'd ever ditched her, and especially her fucking fiancé, and forced them all to walk barefoot across a room full of Legos for the rest of their lives. Not that he'd been <laughs> thinking much about punishments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. He asks her about Smudge, oh. and she complains about Annie being a weirdo. Yeah, well. <laughs> and a knicker whisper, which she doesn't understand. Yeah, she <laughs> she's like, I have no idea what that means. And... She pesters him where she's like, stop being a technophobe who's afraid of social media. And he's like, I'm not a fucking technophobe who's afraid of social media. <laughs> I'm and not. so he agrees. 
he agrees to get social media and she's like oh don't let me like bully you into getting social media i'm mostly joking he's like no i'm gonna get social media but you have to help me like run my social media that's right and like he's cooking but also he like makes an instagram like right in front of her and he's like see yeah i'm i'm not a technophobe now help me run this (laughs) yeah so they eat and he tidies up while she takes like a little bit of a cat nap and he goes to put her in bed and she asks him to stay because he smells like sleep. And so he falls asleep <laughs> in her bed. Uh. Uh. So he wakes up and Chloe is just getting out of a shower and she's in a towel because she's feeling better. And she makes him breakfast because she's like, you know, got to reciprocate. That's right. And they bump into each other and he's like, do you know what I want yet? And she's like, I might. But I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared. He says, why? Do you think I'd hurt you? And he didn't add like everyone else. She seemed to hear the words anyway. Maybe. No. Yes. Red, I think I'm being a coward. And he says, there's a big difference between being a coward and putting your emotional safety first. He knew all about that. (sighs) Ah! (laughs) Hey, hey, wait, hey. <laughs> I wonder if that'll pick up. <laughs> I didn't hear it, but I I hope it picked up <laughs> in the audio. She says that she'd like to try to be a little brave, and so she kisses him. And Red is like, "Hey, hold on now." She's like trying to get in them. She's trying to get in the guts. Yeah. And <laughs> and he says, "You know, we should slow down a little bit." And so she gets a little insecure. But he pulls her into his arms and he says, hey, don't do that. This is your spot now. Oh, God damn Justin. it. Justin. I just, I just, I just don't even know how to feel. Yeah. My heart is so full. So she says, I'm touched. But also, like, he's basically like, look, you're not at 100% right now. I don't want to, like, pressure you to do something that, like, your body's not ready for. And she's like, I'm never at 100%. Don't stop. Let's do this. And so they kiss a little bit heavier and they go, they go to the bedroom and his like, I think like his alarm goes off and he just throws his phone <laughs> out of the room. He just tosses his phone out of the goddamn room. And she's like, what if something happened? He's like, I'm busy. Don't worry about it. I have things I have to do. He once again is the sexy talk goat. <laughs> the goat. And she's like, so he's like kissing her and putting his mouth all over her titties and <laughs> he wants... And he's like, didn't expect that. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you know, asking for it. And he's like, you know, is like, I love it when you're all desperate like this. And I was like, I am also desperate. Please come to real life. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you, my desperate little angel, losing it for me. So he makes them slow down again, and she, she's like, she's like, why? And he's like, not today. And she's like, don't you have like a condom in your like wallet or something? And he's like. You're confused about the state of my sex life. No, there's not a condom in my wallet. And even if there was, I wouldn't give you what you want. I need to take my time. And I like hearing you beg. And I was like, ah! <laughs> me just in the corner, like with a notepad. Like, let me, <laughs> let me get this. Let me write this down real quick. Let me take some notes from, from Redford. Yeah. And she said uh, she feels worshipped even as he was debauching her. Which I was like, Ooh. and so he eats her out. Yeah. And she does cry after her orgasm. Yeah, and he's like, yep. It does make her cry. He said, I knew this would happen. He's a, he said, you feel so much. And I was like, 
I would like to feel so much as well. <laughs> I want to feel that. I want to feel. I want to feel. So they have, I, I think he's been like spending the night with her. So she's been enjoying uh, being eaten out in the morning and then fingered to sleep. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> she's living life, I guess. So they're going camping the next day. And she's excited as well as nervous. And she she notices that it's different from the nightclub experience because the nightclub felt like something she was ticking off because she felt like that's what she should do. But this just felt like a thing that she was doing for her. And so she's like, huh, maybe that old red wasn't wrong about making sure my list was things that like made me happy and brought me joy. Treat yourself right, baby. Yeah. She decides to call Annie and then she crosses off number five, meaningless sex. And she adds a new item to her list, which is keep red. Keep red. Item number eight. Red is like super supportive of her seeing Annie. And so she decides that like she does call Annie and they do go get coffee. It turns out that a knicker whisperer, Annie designs lingerie and they kind of make plans to meet up again so that. Annie can help her go shop for some lingerie. And I was like, mm-hmm. they actually hit it off pretty decently, even though she's, she stole her cat back. Yes. And, and Annie's like, how are you feeling since I had to take smudge back? And Annie's like, the only reason I wouldn't give you smudge is because technically smudge is my mom's cat. My mom <laughs> yeah. is like out of, out of the country. She says she doesn't even really like cats. She, she's just literally living in her mom's house rent free by watching these cats. Yeah. So she's like, I would give you the cat, but it's my mom's cat. So Red goes to therapy again, and he tells Vic that he plans to stop being the superintendent. And he goes to pick up Chloe for camping. She hugs him. She's, like, super affectionate. But they're, like, affectionate in, like, a snarky kind of (laughs) way. Like, she opens the door. (laughs) And, you know, she's sitting here in leggings, just looking scrum-diddly-umptious. He's he's staring. Mm -hmm. And she's like, stop staring at me, you pervert. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... They get to the campsite and um, I think she like says something like dirty or, or she throws some bark because she's like not been in nature before. <laughs> to do yeah. And they get scolded by some moms. Some and, yummy mummies again. Yeah. And she says, you know, oh, I'm sorry. And he says, how come you never so well behaved with me? And she said, you're not a mom. You don't get to, bu- you don't get to boss me around. And he said, you'd let me boss you around. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I fucking would. Wow. <laughs> they kiss a little bit. And he came prepared to fuck. Oh, yeah. Ready for it. He came ready. Yeah. He's like, things are going to happen tomorrow. But he's also super thoughtful about picking their campsites so that they're close to the car. Mm-hmm. And he brought an air mattress so that, you know, she gets a good night's rest. And he says, he says, I thought long and hard about all the ways I wanted to file this tent tonight. And I decided to factor that into our plans. And she she's blushing, and he's like, oh, am I embarrassing you? And she's like, Does, are you finally going to let me? And he's like, screw my brains out? Like, super <laughs> Super <laughs> excited. And then he tells her about the air mattress, and he's like, you think I'm going to fuck you on the ground? Yeah, I'm not a complete absolute. Animal. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> she calls him a menace. <laughs> he is a menace, and he's I want every bit of it. He's a menace to society. This man. So... She asks how he knows so much about camping, and he says that it was another thing that he used to do with his grandfather, and he kind of gets sad about it, and she can tell that she's like, 
are you worried that like your grandpa would be disappointed in you? And she's like, I don't think he would. Which I was like, oh. his grandpa's Leo. His <laughs> name's Leo. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So he's like, cool. I brought stuff for s'mores. And also we're going to play 21 questions. So they start with some easy stuff. Like if he got bullied for his hair, cause he's a redhead. Yeah. And he asked her about her first kiss and she asks if Fred loves the website. He does. He does. He's of course. Obsessed with it. <clears throat> and then she says, you know, what happened in London. And Fred realizes that he is in love with Chloe. Yeah. Because she's like, you know, you don't have to answer. And he's like, he would because he loved her. And the last time he put his mouth on her all of five minutes ago, he hadn't known he was in love. He wondered if she'd feel the difference. Because, yeah. <laughs> Probably not, because he had a feeling he'd been kissing her with love for a while, even if he hadn't noticed until now. My heart. My heart. So we get Red's backstory. So he moved to London to try and break into the art world, where he was just, like, hustling. He was going to art galleries and art openings and just handing out handmade business cards that he made himself because he's not good with technology. Yeah. So... At one of the art gallery openings or something, a woman comes up to him, Pippa, and she says that she has a connection to, like, get him his art in places. Uh, her dad is an art dealer, and he realizes in hindsight that Pippa was both verbally and emotionally abusive to him. And, you know, she would make jabs. physically. Yes. She tried to restrict visits to his mom, and he got his mom to go... Like, he, he had started to realize that, like, things weren't quite right in their relationship. But when he has Pippa meet his mom, his mom tells him, like, pulls him to the side and just like, I don't like her. I don't like the way that she talks to you. I don't like anything. Something about this is off. And so that kind of gives him a little bit of courage because he goes, Pippa's like, I don't think you should see your mom as often as you do. He would go to see his mom, like, every couple of weeks. And he's like, that's insane. I'm going to go see my mom. I love my mom. And she stabs him with a fork. Yeah, she just stabbed him with a fork. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. And, That's like ridiculous. Yes. And Chloe is obviously ups- uh, incensed about this. And Pippa makes, like, he breaks up with Pippa. And Pippa is like, look, the only reason that your art is anywhere is because of my connections with my dad. If you break up with me, like, your your work isn't going to be anywhere. You're done. You're done in the art You're world. You're done. And... He has imposter syndrome, and so he he basically pulls his art out of everywhere. He stops talking to his art friends, the friends that he's made in London. Yeah. And he kind of just dips. And Chloe reassures him because he's like, you know, I just froze. I make bad decisions and I fuck up. And she says, you were hurt and you reacted. You were in an unhealthy situation in more ways than one. And you panicked and cleansed everything with fire. Don't dismiss your emotions and your self-protection as just a fucked up decision. Don't reduce something so complex and real and important to nothing. <clears throat> and he tells her that he started going to therapy. And she tells him that Pippa didn't make him. That he, you know. He's always had it. He's wonderful him. all on his own. Always had it in him. He's wonderful all on his own. And she wants him to know that she thinks he's an, an incredibly wonderful. Fuck Pippa 2K21. Yes. Hashtag. We're putting that as a hashtag on the Instagram. 
Hashtag fuck Pippa. Okay. Hashtag fuck Henry. Okay. I will make sure to remember to do that. Thank you. They start to kiss a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. And so Red is like, hey, let's take this to the tent. Because they've been eating marshmallows. Yeah, they've been sitting by the fire. Which we thought was hot because she's all s- sticky sweet. <laughs> all sticky so sweet. she gets in the tent and she's like, it's dark. And then he turns on the light and he spent some time setting up their tent. Yeah. He had been in there setting up fairy lights. Fairy lights and the air All over. And, and a pile of pillows and blankets and stuff. This is when Chloe realizes that she loves him. And so she tells him, I adore you because I adore feelings you. are gross. Yeah. <laughs> feelings are gross. He lays on top of her. God, I don't even know if I can I can say this. I don't, I don't know. He, his dirty talk is just, y'all, read this book for the things Red says. This man had me heated. I was reading this like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. He asks. Okay. He asks her to take her hair down for him. And she's like, even though it'll wind up a mess in the morning. Yep. Yep. It's like. <clears throat> Chloe is a black woman, but her hair is relaxed because. She is chronically ill, and hey, natural hair is maintenance. It's not. Yeah, natural hair is a lot. Natural hair is delicate. Yeah, it's a delicate thing, and it it deserves to be treated as such. And she's like, I don't have the dexterity or the consistent energy to do that. And so she gets her hair relaxed. Yeah. Respected that. That's fair. He teases her about trying to rush him to get naked. <laughs> he's like, she's like, let's fuck, let's go. And he's like, are you going to take your clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> she gets she gets so like caught up in taking her clothes off she just doesn't realize that he's standing there full mast just waiting (laughs) so they have some like just nice steamy sex my favorite part of it was that like while she's i think while she's coming she like bites him and then afterwards she's just like i i bit you he's like and she's like scandalized by her own self yeah and he's like i didn't say i didn't like it yeah so they they fuck it's great they both love each other it's amazing and they head home from camping and chloe has a little bit of joint pain so red stays by to take care of her they end up fucking again as you do they both drop a little bit of like marriage in the future kind of talk maybe it's on the table yeah and her sisters drop by unannounced because they know that she went camping and they're coming to check on her. They're in bed when... <laughs> yes, when they're both naked in bed. Naked. So, he, she's like, oof, do you want to come out to them? Or with them? And he realizes that she's, like, avoiding it. Um... And he's like, it's fine. I'll stay in here. And she's like, okay, in that case, stay quiet. Uh, He realized with a quiet laugh, his awkward uptight button was going to try and keep his presence a secret. She was adorable. And he already knew. He said the last time she tried to ignore his existence in front of a family member, he may have been mildly offended. But this was different. He already knew Chloe would hate to even hint at the fact that she now had a sex life, no matter who it was with. So he's like, (laughs) this isn't a... She's embarrassed to be seen with me. This is a, I don't want my sisters yeah. gabbing about, <laughs> about me getting, me getting dicked down. Yeah, just completely. So his sis- her sisters quickly realize that 
there's a man over because yeah. his boots are all around the all his shit is around yeah, the all apartment. his shit is just in the living room. And they also were just like, there's no way this bitch went camping alone. Yeah. So they mention they're like, oh, I can't believe that you just went and got some meaningless sex. And Red overhears this, and he's like, she's crisis. <laughs> and Chloe says that she changed that item because she put Red on there. She put Red on the list. And then he's like, even more crisis. Yeah, he's like, ah, panic. <laughs> <laughs> panic. <laughs> so his imposter syndrome makes him think that she, of course, means that in a bad way. Yeah. So she gets her sisters to leave. And when she goes in the room, Red is sitting on the edge of the bed. And he's clearly not okay. And he just blows up at her. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe you put me on the list as like a conquest. You just needed to like, you just wanted to like fuck a bad boy. And she's like, no, it's not a bad thing. And he's like, how the fuck is that not going to be a bad thing? Yeah, he, I don't understand how you could think that it's a, a good a thing. A good thing. He's like, how? I can't believe you would do this to me. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> and she's she tries to show. She's like, no, no, I can prove it. I can show you. And he's like, I don't want to hear your fucking excuses. And so he starts, he packs up his stuff and, and he leaves. And he's like, you, he just, he's like, you were just using me. And she's like, I want, I need you to trust me. And he's like. I don't. I don't think I can. And he he goes to leave, and she says, "If you can leave this easily, don't come back." And she's just feeling immediately like that same feeling of abandonment. Yeah, literally, as soon as the door slams, he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, because partially for him, imposter syndrome, but also just like was feeling kind of like claustrophobic in the apartment. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck." She's literally nothing like Pippa. This is nothing like that. And so he go like he knocks on the door and he's like, Chloe, I made a mistake. She doesn't open the door. They're talking through they're the door. Yeah, they're talking through the door. And she's like, I get that you made a mistake, but that hurt real bad that you just like dumped me like that. I don't think I can. I need I don't think I can handle putting myself op- like letting myself be open to that kind of hurt. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And he says. Give me time to make it right and I, I will be better for her. And she's like, I'm, don't, she says, you don't need to be better, Red. Not for me. I should be better for you. And he says, you're perfect for me. <laughs> like, and she says, relationships aren't supposed to hurt. And Red says, life hurts. It's unavoidable. And. I mean, fair. She, she was basically like, I'm leaving the doorway. I'm not going to stay here anymore. And so he whispers against the door, I love you. <clears throat> but he knows that she's probably already gone. She wasn't. Uh, she outside the door, she heard him whisper that. So adorable. God, Justin's face is just leaking. <laughs> it's not No one will tears. ever know. It's not tears? What is it? What am I leaking? <laughs> what am I leaking, Maya? No, I said snot. Oh, snot. <laughs> I thought you said it's not <laughs> I tears. Said it's not tears. <laughs> What is my body doing? <laughs> so Chloe heard him say he loved her, but she's like, I need to be done with all of this. I need to distance myself so she, from this. So she spends a few hours just like getting his website ready. She's like, I'm done with it. She sends him an email that's like, website's ready to go. Change your passwords Where, so I can yes, change your passwords. take my access off. And she's planning to move out as soon as she can. And... She waited for the pain to fade and said it doubled, a thought hitting her hard. What if Red hurt like this too? 
What if he was lost and struggling, still shaken by his earlier loss of control? What if he needed her and she turned away? And I was like, uh-huh. Chloe, that's, baby, that's everything he feels. <laughs> you, you're, you're nailing it. You're nailing it. So she finds out, I think she goes get her mail, and she finds out that there's a, a sign on the, in the mail room that says, that read, no longer going to be superintendent by the end of the month. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I was going to leave him. But, hey, he's doing what I asked, which was to get over me and move Ooh. on. And he's doing it. He's doing this the This is final. Thing. And so she goes back to her apartment, and Red has left her a package. She knows it's from him. It, it says button it says on button it. It says button on it, it's it yeah. Just, yeah. He gave, and it's a notebook and, like, a shit ton of chocolate bars. <laughs> yeah. Her favorite of her chocolate. her favorite chocolate. <clears throat> so she can't bring herself to read the notebook, but she's going to eat the chocolate because don't oh, I let, let it, it go to waste. waste. Yeah, it's fair. And another package arrives the next day. with It's like decorated with stars and it's got hair ties because she's always, she never knows where any of her hair ties are. Yeah. Adorable. Beautiful. And also she's like, wow, what an asshole. This, I can't even open jars consistently consistently and then she realizes that the jar actually has like an accessible lid that like it's like a it's like a jelly lid that like when she presses on the jelly it makes room for her to go in that's right so she doesn't have to worry about unscrewing a lid if she's like in the middle of like a a pain flare i can't believe red is the (laughs) the most thoughtful fucking hero we've ever had so thoughtful So he just starts sending boxes like every day with like little trinkets to show that he knows and cares about her. Like he gives her like a little stuffed cat that looks like Smudge. <laughs> and she's thinking to herself, I should read that journal. I bet there's something important in there. I know that we both panicked that day, but also panic. <laughs> panic. <laughs> so she, decides to, she decides to leave the house. You know, as you do, so she, just incite more panic with panic. So she got, she goes to Gigi's house and Gigi is in the middle of yoga and it's like a <laughs> private yoga class. Yeah. It's like it, a yoga studio in Gigi's attic. Cuz they're rich, right? So they live she lives in a mansion. Yeah. So she's got a yoga studio in her attic. Gigi and Shivani chuckled softly to each other as if their mutual flexibility, fitness and presumably inner peace were some sort of hilarious inside joke. Then they hugged for several long, sweaty moments, murmuring things (laughs) in each other's ears. If Chloe allowed herself to think about it for more than five seconds at a time, she would have to accept that Gigi was 100% banging her yoga teacher and had been for about the last seven years, which was why Chloe did not allow herself to think about it for more than five seconds at a time. (laughs) I get that. I don't want to think about my grandmother banging anyone. Yeah, so Gigi, yoga teacher leaves. And Gigi goes, okay, bitch, what's wrong? And Chloe's like, I just want to come visit you. And Gigi's like, you don't like to drive. Um, you don't like to really leave your house at all. But you just felt the urge to just randomly pop by to visit. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <clears throat> and so she decides to ask Gigi. She's like, so if you love someone and they hurt you they might hurt you and you might hurt them um how do you know that it's real and worth the risk and Gigi is like love is always worth the risk 
she kind of tells the story about like Gigi was like your grandpa was a piece of shit but like I got your dad and like my granddaughter's out of it so like it was worth the risk yeah so look look at the risk that risk versus reward baby yeah and Chloe's afraid of being hurt because she's like I'm the kind of person who hurts too much and Gigi says no you are a woman who in a life filled with pain came here to ask about love and Chloe goes I'm Chloe fucking brown (laughs) (laughs) she literally says that she says she was Chloe fucking brown and she was starting to wonder if she'd been brave from the beginning she has and so she's like look I'm going to fucking read that notebook. So she goes home and she reads the notebook and she realized that the, he wrote a, a letter. This is when I started tearing up. <laughs> he says he quit before the camping trip. Yeah. He had told Vic before the camping trip that he was not going to be superintendent anymore. And he feels like shit because he hurt her and that sucks and he feels like extra shit because he loves the hell out of chloe like he's like girl i love you so goddamn bad. he says i love you so fucking bad and he made a list to get chloe back um <laughs> it's got a, a bunch of things on it some of my favorites are uh laura chloe with with uh food and presents yes I mean, learn how to use a playstation check, check. that off he knows, he knows how to use <laughs> And paint in front of windows, shirtless, maybe naked, might traumatize residents slash get arrested, but I think she'd like it. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I've already started on some of these things, but I hope that if I work through them, then I'll eventually get you back. And Chloe opens her blinds and she starts crying. Also, she reads the letter like three times and she starts to cry. Same. Same. <laughs> well, not same for me. Jesus Christ. Just hit my hole. Same. Can you stop trying <laughs> to make out with the mic? It's not rid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can't believe it. She opens her curtains and she sees him painting bare chested and butt ass naked. <laughs> like he just came out of his mama's womb. False. I think he's just shirtless. He's just shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns toward the window and she leaves and she's like she's gonna choose him and go she she leaves her apartment to go to him so red has been trying to basically take control of his life so he's moving out of the flat he's working on his business he's reaching out to old friends about art stuff and he's just waiting on chloe to yeah to come back to him he said every morning he woke up checked his window and found her curtains shut tight he let himself sit with the sick, acidic fear for a few moments, breathing deep, wanting her, missing her, and then he got his shit together. So he's letting himself feel that shit, but then he's like, all right, I got stuff to do. Let's do this. Yeah. So he sees her open her windows, and he's like, yes. Got her. <laughs> when? Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> he's like, all gotcha, we do bitch. is take dubs. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes over, and... She immediately hands him her notebook and he's like, she's like, you need to read this. And he reads that she wrote, keep red. And she says she read his letter and she liked his gifts and she kisses him. And she apologizes for not being brave enough to come 
earlier. She was she's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't brave. And he apologizes for freaking out on her and that she didn't deserve that. And he says that he loves her. And she's like, we'll come back to that. Uh, also, I'm sorry for realizing in the moment that you were being triggered by something and not reacting well to knowing that you were being triggered. Yeah. She specifically says, I knew in the moment that you were triggered and I still reacted poorly. And I'm sorry for that. she didn't know how to react. Yes. So he takes her to bed so they can kiss and cuddle and he tells her all about the stuff he's been doing since they were apart. After she uh, she tells him about knowing he was triggered in the moment, they he's like, they basically are like, look, we can get through this together. We got this. And he's like, yeah. good, because you mean the world to me and I don't ever want you to struggle alone. That broke me also again. And I was like, fucking god damn it. <laughs> so they go and they and they kiss and they canoodle, canoodle and they start getting hot and heavy and she's like oh wait shit i shelved our topic and he says what and she's like the fact that you love me it's very sweet chloe and highly flattering particularly coming from someone as wonderful as you chloe (laughs) what it's rude to interrupt stop torturing me and just say it (laughs) say what woman (laughs) woman please she goes i love you i love you i love you and then they kiss and ah, they're together and then yeah they it's, they're together. And so the epilogue is a year later and they're visiting New York City. They've actually been on multiple trips together. They've been, they're like FaceTiming her family and they're talking about the different trips that they've gone on. Mm-hmm. And Annie let her adopt Smudge. So Smudge Yay. is their cat. Smudge is their forever. cat. You love to see it. And they go to, they go to uh, the MoMA yep. and they're going to walk around it and... <laughs> She says, he's like, he, he checks on her to make sure she's okay. Cause she's got like a patch of like super strong, um, pain meds. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? And she says, I'm high as a kite, my love. And he said, good. In we go. And she said, full speed ahead. Try not to wet yourself with excitement. You big nerd. <laughs> hey, he, he says, Chloe, please. This is a classy establishment. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can't be tamed. I know. And then the book is over. And then that's it. And my heart God. is, my heart is so full, full of love. Full of hope. I almost want to say it's a five star for me. It, it's so good. It was so good. Like four and a half. Four and yeah, a half stars. A thousand percent. I feel like. So good. I feel like. No, fuck it. Five stars. This is it. This book is going to stay with me. I want red forever. <laughs> I will not stop thinking about this man. I feel like any book or anything that's going to make me cry. That deserves a high rating. I loved it so much. It was so fucking good. It was good. I love this book. The pacing was phenomenal. Yes. So good. It wasn't it wasn't too wordy. It wasn't overly like ambitious. She got in, got to the point. Ugh. Steamy steamy scenes. This book was so good. It had good representation of like Not only, like, people of color, but also people of, like, different, uh, like, abledness. Yeah. <sighs> Solid book, to Justin. be honest. So, so I love Solid. this book. This book was so fucking good. I I want to, like, I just want to go back to the steamy parts, because I just got it. <laughs> I I can say with a clear conscience that I have nothing bad to say about this book. Talia did a phenomenal job. God, love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I... I can't even, like, y'all, 
Read this book. Yeah, read it. A thousand Get a life, Chloe Brown. Read this book. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Do you have a suggestion this week? Uh, I didn't even think about it. I just thought about it right now, but I got it. Well, you go first, and then I'll come up with something. You should drink water. I maybe I'm the only person who struggles with this. I don't I don't do well with drinking water, but try and drink water and maybe set your goal a little bit higher than than it needs to be because then you'll you'll probably end up drinking more water than you were expecting to drink. Please drink water daily. I'm bad at it. I don't like water. I love water. I used to hate sucks. I used to hate water. But now it's just like, mm. I don't know if I've said this one before, but I was just recent. I was looking in through my notes on my phone right now, and this is a note. Can I see when I wrote a note? Yeah. I don't have an iPhone. I I can. This is from August twenty ninth, two thousand sixteen. Oh God. I was probably looking for like quotes and stuff for my bullet journal when I was like heavily trying to do bullet journals. This is a quote from Gandhi. It says, "There's more to life than increasing its speed." Mm. don't try to rush through stuff that's my suggestion i know we say have like a good minute a good whatever just take the time to enjoy that good second or good minute or whatever it is yeah you only get one life and chloe found hers Ah! that was it Do you have anything else to say before I we decide? I don't even. I feel like I should like be spending more time being like this book was so goddamn good, but we did spend like two and a half hours talking about how goddamn good it was. So I mean, I think I've said all I need to say. It's a phenomenal book. Highly recommend it. Uh, if you haven't read yeah. it, read it. If you have read it, read it again. Cause fuck you, read it again. Yeah. Also, there's more books in the series. There's Danny gets a book. Oh, and cool. Eve gets a book as well. So. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And especially if you are a fan of the romance community, you know that this week is a week to be supporting our writers of color because they're trying to do people dirty. There's been some drama in Romance Landia. Yikes. I have been retweeting stuff about it, and it's been liking a lot of tweets in my. And so if you want to check out my likes, you can do that. As, are my likes public? I think they are because I don't like things that are. Once I found out that Twitter like will show you things that people have liked, mm-hmm. I don't like anything that I wouldn't want to follow me. That's fair. Yeah. So there are some people who I just don't interact with on social media because that's for me to know and not for you guys to find <laughs> out. <laughs> I think I'm so. all good. So if you want to take it away, Maya. You can find us on Instagram at what did we just read? Twitter at what did we read? Or you can email us at whatwereadpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to read along with us, see what books are coming up, or grab a copy of a book we've already finished, you can check out our book club page on Amazon Book Clubs. Search for What Do We Just Read. If you love us, give us a five-star review, share with your friends, and keep listening. We love you guys. We love hope you. that you have a good, I want to say month? Oh, day? Week? Hour? <laughs> Second? We're running out of, like, lengths of time. I know. Have a good nanosecond. Mm, yeah. Have a good however long it takes you to brush your teeth. The two minutes it takes oh, you to right. brush your teeth. That's right. Yeah. Have a good birthday. Yeah. Have a good Christmas. <laughs> have, a, <laughs> have a good St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have a good Earth Day. Ooh.
nice. Take care of our bitch. That's right. Uh, we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Next, the next two episodes is actually our first two parters. Oh, double episode, baby. Yes. Uh, next week we will be reading ha- the first half of House in the Cerulean Sea. So you actually have two weeks with which to catch up. Yes, sir. You love to see it. So we will see you guys next week. We love you. We Thanks love for you. listening. Read this book. <laughs> Do it. Read it. Have a beautiful time. Goodbye. Bye.